Are you afraid of something? Can you feel someone standing behind you, staring at you? In ancient times, they used to believe that a man and a woman met for a reason. Their souls are already connected by their dead relatives long before the first meeting. But as soon as their souls meet, an evil spirit appears. The spirit then tempts them. If a bride is pure, if she's a virgin, then she'll have nothing to fear. Tell me, are you a pure virgin? Very good, dear. You have nothing to fear then. Listening to the Buzz Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. <clears throat> it is episode 138. Yeah. Welcome to the Buzz Kill Podcast, where tonight we're doing the show. Till death do us party. Party on Wayne. Party on Mike. <laughs> hey, you're not Wayne. <laughs> I, th- I thought his name was Tink. Why'd you guys call him Mike? <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Justin. And uh, in the hot seat this week. Not so roommate Jen. Not so roommate Jen. Yeah, yeah. What so the heck? yeah. So I I I gave her. Uh, she was sitting on my couch earlier today. I'm sitting there like half naked, like I always do. You know, whatever. Which true. half? My, my, <laughs> the left, the left side. <laughs> it, was, it was just the left. <laughs> it was really Jen's Jen, become really familiar with Mike's left nut. Ever since, <laughs> <laughs> it does hang a little lower. So, um, no, like ever since, ever since Jen here, uh, you know, birthed her child, reared her child, she yes. uh, she has not been to my house, and I have been left. It by came my out your son. rear. <laughs> not quite not quite no she has not been to the house though I, I, i've been living i've been living by myself i'm like i'm like jesus christ my girlfriend leaves me my fucking roommate leaves me i'm all by myself i'm terribly sorry i, just, I still pay back your rent i just got my face hacked up by some charlatan no shit and it was jay comes over here and he goes oh how you doing i go actually everything feels really good blood drips down my face i'm not kidding you that's are you why, serious yes, yes. that's why this is here <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's my trash can behind you. Like left nut. So. Nice. No, it should totally be fine. I have no idea what happened, but well, uh, it was it was like uh, is that in how I met your mother, where the one guy gets a nosebleed every time he gets an erection. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. He just starts bleeding. <laughs> no, uh, you called that. I was talking to you yesterday, and you and you said something about himium, and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and because everybody says H I. H how H I M Y M yeah I'd yeah. never heard anybody call it himium before himium himium it's 
kind of cute. It's fun to say. Him yum. Him yum. Him yum. Well, hey, so this is Mike's first week back. It is. After you know you, you two know long you, weeks of not having him here, which... You uh, know how you can tell him back? A, I'm talking over you. Mm-hmm. And B, we had a fucking intro. How about that? <laughs> hey, we had for one fucking week and we don't have an intro. <laughs> I was like, Mike's gone. Fuck that intro. We're changing this, changing that. I called, I texted James immediately. I'm listening to him. like, come on, guys. Like, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> we had to make some changes while you were gone, just for the hell of it. And, and it wasn't the fact that it was like eleven o'clock in the night at night, and we hadn't started yet. We're like, "What are we still doing for this intro? We've been searching for an hour." Yeah, these just past, go these, with the show. <clears throat> these past two weeks have been uh, a little bit of a mess, but we did. We had a good time. Uh, big thank you to Jancy Pants, actually sitting on the couch here with us tonight, just chilling, it. just couching it. So, hi, bit- hi Jancy. Hello. Big big thanks to Jansen and Tank for jumping in for two weeks to yeah, uh, Tank, help us out. Tank was especially good. Yes. No offense. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you miss me? Come yes. On. Come on. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, Mike, uh, I wanted to be the first on behalf of uh, everybody here at the podcast and uh, all of our listeners to say welcome back. Hey. It's... it's... Let it go. Are you gonna sing to me? Welcome back. <laughs> your nose job was your ticket out. <laughs> Welcome back. You finally fixed your shit is now. <laughs> well, we wish when we all saw a quiet place. It didn't sound like you had a vacuum on your face. <laughs> but you've gone and now you fixed it. And my God will never miss it Well, you know that it's great Your stupid nose is finally straight Welcome back Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back, Mike, we love you, man You're still kind of a douchebag, but you're all right Welcome back, Michael. What <laughs> the fuck did you have time to do that? That's fantastic. We just uh, we got a hold of John Sebastian, the original singer of uh, the Welcome Back Cotter. Oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Intro, and we just had him. Uh, we had him record record that for well, us real quick. Uh, I need to make a correction. My nose is not in fact straight. No, it's not. <laughs> well, you, it's need, not. you need to call that surgery. That, that was that was not the intention. That was not the intention of the surgery. <laughs> no, I but, came uh, I came over yesterday, and me and Jay did that. <laughs> Nice. nice. Oh boy. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, not not a whole lot going on this week. We went to uh, we went to Jay's bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Shot a ton of guns. We did. Which uh, uh, which I got to be honest with you, it's my new favorite thing. It's pretty addicting. I hadn't shot guns <clears throat> since I was like fourteen. Like I was just. I was just my family's not a gun shooting family, so I had no reason to shoot guns. And uh, and let me say, you did a fine job. Listen, I uh, I did way better than I. I ever thought, you know, there was a guy that was with us that actually um, shot competitively, and I oh, beat yeah. him. Who was yeah. that? Who was that? Who was um, that? Who was that? You didn't beat me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't beat Jansen. You were third. Oh, you're right. I yeah, beat. That's right. Right. Fine. I fine. Fine. I was four behind the guy or something like that. <laughs> no, I ended with a forty-six. You were in the thirties. Okay. Okay. You got yeah. nine more yeah. than me. Yeah. Give me my credit. I got a forty-seven. <laughs> 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 and I also won a hundred-dollar gift card because of it. So that was cool. Oh, nice. yeah. 
Nice. nice. So uh, I didn't even know that was up there. I would have oh, shot better. You know what I'm thinking of? <laughs> I didn't either until like right toward the end. You know what I'm thinking of? Remember when you gave us all of our our finals venereal and, disease? What? Yeah, you gave us all of our our VDs, but there was like one or two more to go, and we didn't realize it. And you're like, "Oh my God, Mike, you're in second, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Oh, of. okay. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's so, pretty much so all we today's, have. Today's Wednesday. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new It Chapter 2 trailer drops. Yeah. Now, by the time people hear this, it's going to be Sunday, which means it already dropped. Mm-hmm. So how was it? Yeah, let's... Yeah, okay. Uh, it looks good to me, man. Yeah, I, I I thought so. But, uh, you know... <laughs> Double the balloons. Like a ton of balloons. The <laughs> yeah. kids the, the kids all the kids all look like... Um, like they grew, they've grown a year, which yeah, yeah. when you're 13 and you grow from 13 to 14, that's a difference of like 10 inches. Sure, sure. And your voice drops, so sure. it should be interesting. Sure. Now, 10 inches away. What are you, you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. All right. Shut uh, up. If you're Bill Hader, though, I'm pretty sure he looked like that when he was like 14. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure like, he went from 13 to Bill Hader. Like, I'm that's... so I'm so interested in how like I, I think he's going to be awesome for the role, mm-hmm. but it's it's going to be interesting to see. Him. Him, him whole, in that role. The whole um, the Bette Midler twist cliffhanger they left us with yeah. was out of nowhere. Weird. Didn't yep. see that coming. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. Bette Midler. But, uh, like singing the song from Beaches of all things. Yeah. It's, really, it's a right? really weird callback. With yeah. weird nipple tassels. Yeah. I have no idea. It's she looks weird. good though. She looks she, good she, with yeah, the nipple tassels yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. She's like Pennywise. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> You two have completely <laughs> lost your fucking minds. Did you not watch it yet? <laughs> nope. Jen, oh. it's Sunday. No, it's been out it. for like My five bad. days. I was very busy. I was very busy. Rearing right. more children. <laughs> no. No, let's not. No, one is good. Thanks. Um, All right. Um, yeah. So, with that, let's get into some uh, corrections. As, as always, that is that is the sound of a yelling goat telling us that we don't have corrections. That's the sound of a perfect episode. That is actually what one of our episodes sounds like when we're perfect, when I, we don't have any well, corrections. Well, first off, I wasn't on it, so it wasn't perfect. Secondly, uh, I don't actually think there was anything. I listened to the entire episode. Um, there was, um, well, there's one, there's, there's one correction. Uh-oh. What? Maybe the news shouldn't have been an hour and ten minutes long. How about, how about that? <laughs> Oh boy! We had fun, <laughs> and maybe it should have contained news, my, my, my <laughs> stuff favorite, we didn't already know my about. Favorite part: I'm listening to it in my car, and I'm I'm, I'm talking to myself. And I'm just like, I'm pretty sure we've talked about that for like the last like three months. And then James James starts laughing. He goes, "Dude, that's not news." <laughs> I, I have a, a slight correction. You completely messed up my entire outro when you're like, oh, and if dude. you want to find J. Raj, hold on, and now because. What? Well, see, for those who weren't listening, I, I we blew I blew a radiator a couple days before, so I was out repairing it all Sounds night long. Sexy. Mm-hmm. Didn't leave here until you guys <laughs> left radiator. here. At, when you guys left at one thirty in the name? morning, I went, <laughs> 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 when you guys got finished and left at one thirty a.m., I was just packing up and leaving at that time. So unfortunately, I didn't make it to the show. And uh, you're like, uh, I think he says. Um, <laughs> You can find me ocean recording. No, I, I, um, here, hold, I I think this, I know it though. Uh, actually, 
You can you can find me at all. Shit, I can't. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I know when you're saying it, I can you mouth, mouth the it. words you with mouth you. It with me, it's like we're the same person. It's yeah. kind of like when you know the words to a song and you can sing it along with a song. Right. Yeah. If that song's not playing, you'll fuck up those or, lyrics. Or when all you go time. to see that band live and you can't oh, hear yeah. the w- lyrics perfectly, so you're just in the crowd saying "watermelon <laughs> apricot" instead of actually saying the words because you're like, I know this fucking song, but I can't think of it right now. Yep. <laughs> all right, so I will show you how it's done, but you have to wait till the end of the episode. Oh, damn it. Okay. I'm going to say it along with you when you do it, and I'm going to prove that I know how to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Just echo him. I love it. So uh, this week, not only be, uh, not only are we welcoming back uh, Michael, but also Jen for the first yeah, time in a long time. Here. She hasn't been out in a while. But we're also getting ready to send our buddy Jay off to... Uh, uh, to paradise, yes, because he's he's uh, jetting off to Hawaii for a couple weeks to get married and enjoy his honeymoon while he's there. So he's got two tickets to paradise. Actually, like twenty like, tickets yeah, to like paradise. Lots, lots but, of tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week we decided to go with a couple of. Uh, marriage. A, cu- a couple of marriage. Is the reason marriage is what brings us together, together today. today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the, uh, uh, the beer. And, and Michael found a very appropriate beer for it as well. The beer does not reflect the movies. The beer reflects the, the Jay's actual Jay's nuptials. actual life. Yes. Could not. I saw this, and I go. You know Jansen, what? There's only four of these, so you can try mine if you want. Uh, I, I, I actually said that when I was there. I said Jansen's not getting a beer tonight. <laughs> but uh, I saw this, and uh, I immediately put it back on the shelf, and I go, "Well, that's not worth it because this was a nineteen dollar oh, four no. pack." Wow! I hope this is delicious. But then, but then I said, "You know what? Fuck J- it. Yeah, it J- is Jay's worth Jay it. Jay is worth oh, it. Man, Jay's worth Shucks, it, guys. It's the right Gail. beer. All so. right. So from Evil Twin Brewing, this is Island Bliss. Huh? That's perfect, right? Yeah. This is a tropical fruit IPA brewed with pink guava and pineapple. That's what the this is what it says on the website here, but this actually says malt beverage with natural flavors. So that's two (laughs) that's two competing bits of information there. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the can. (laughs) Just smashing them together. Why doesn't it work? (laughs) All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Hey, to J Raj, right? Hey. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh! Oh, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's quite tasty. This is exactly what I expect bliss to taste like. Island bliss, in Island fact. bliss. What? You, what's that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Is you're that, dirty. Are, is that a wrestling joke? <laughs> yes. What's the girl's name? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's the girl's name? Alexa Bliss. Oh, is she the little blonde? Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. No yeah. Oh yeah. No, she would yeah. taste like pineapple and guava. <laughs> guava. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I squeaked on the first one too. I don't know if you noticed that. <clears throat> you got some bliss in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, this oh, is. This I was... think I got a chunky bit. <laughs> Aren't I the lucky one? No. Uh, no, this, is, this is absolutely delicious, though. Mm. This is this is. I wish that I was on a, a beach somewhere, with like sea turtles nesting at my feet and mm. lovely mm-hmm. lady on my arm. At the same and, time. Yeah, why not? Sea turtles nesting at your feet, and a lovely lady. And a beer in my hand. That's a lot to ask, Mike. Sea turtles are big. When my brother my brother backpacked the island of Kauai. Uh, he they slept on the beaches uh-huh. because they they were backpacking, mm-hmm. and he woke up to a nesting sea turtle in the morning, and he goes and like as as <laughs> and I, and, I, and I quote how he said this he goes that fucker was huge yeah <laughs> like I always thought sea turtles were like I don't know like 
maybe oh, no. two and a half feet by yeah, like three huge. and a half feet or something. No, thing was massive. It was mm-hmm. the shell itself was at least five and a half feet long or something wow. like that. Like it, thing was imagine like massive. one of those little plastic kiddie pools you buy at like Walmart or something <laughs> like that. Flip that over. There, there you go. And a little bit taller. I don't know about that. I don't know quite that big, but they're huge though. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that big. You could have just said the ones that are actually shaped like turtles. Everybody had one of those green sandboxes oh, yeah. when they were kids. Mm-hmm. I know oh, yeah. I did. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Or the starfish, the, the pink starfish. Anybody have that one? No. <laughs> no, nobody had that. Everybody had turtles. I had the brown one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All um, right. Well, uh, so anyway, so that's what we're drinking. Else. That's what we're talking about. Let's Actually, get into the bleed. What are we talking about? Did we even say the movie? We didn't say the movie. Fuck. <laughs> <No. laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, all right, we're just gonna let that ride. <laughs> yeah, let that ride, man. Um, so we're we're talking about two two movies that revolve around uh, marriage tonight, mm-hmm. and one is called The Bride. Yep. A Russian film. Yep. And the other is called Demon, a yes. Polish film. We two, went we went all foreign. We this are very week. international. I don't know why. I don't know that one. <laughs> it's international. Your, your nose job didn't make your accents any better. <laughs> it really, really didn't. It's really kind but, of terrible. But uh, yeah, no, we. Uh, I don't know. It was kind of an accident, but yeah. this is kind of the way it happened. And yeah. I'm very, very happy we did because there were some good, good choices this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, so. definitely. So anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. Yes, sir. So we're gonna we're gonna kick the news off here with uh, with some very exciting news uh, concerning Death. my favorite things <laughs> on the face of the earth. Uh, five days ago, as of today, as we are recording, five days ago, Bruce Campbell posted a picture to uh, his Twitter, a picture of ash with the caption that read just September. Mm. Speculation choo-choo train go go gadget train. I I fucked that up. But but, uh, yeah, so this like set the world on fire. Everyone's like, what the fuck is coming? Like he said that he retired from playing the role. You know, there's been some other things that he's been hinting about. No one really knew what was going on. You know, there were uh, speculation ranged from the long room edition of Ash to the Mortal Kombat series because the new Mortal Kombat game just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's they've already announced that he's going to be in Dead by Daylight, so maybe that could be the launch for that. Sure. Uh, there was talk of him possibly writing a new book. No one knows exactly what's going on, so that it's so it stayed that way. Well, this past week uh, was Texas Frightmare, the huge horror convention down in Texas. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Campbell, Ted Raimi, and Sam Raimi were all there in attendance uh, for an Ash vs. Evil Dead photo op Q&A type thing. And uh, they actually addressed the tweet in Stop Blowing. Um, I'm not, I can't. That's, <laughs> that's just your nose. <laughs> uh, it's not there anymore. Um, so they had this live Q&A thing and they addressed the tweet. Well, Bruce Campbell confirmed, the, confirmed there and in a the new tweet later on has nothing to do with Mortal Kombat 11. So he shot that down right away. Uh, and he then would go on to uh, just kind of blow off, uh, just kind of blow off uh, the thing about the tweet, Reverend, and then just kind of plugged his, this, some new book that's coming out uh, later for 15 measly bucks. Oh, the old blow and plug. <laughs> the, the, the old blow and plug. Um, 
That's how Jen got pregnant. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my there's God. one. Let's see so, how many of those come out. Uh, another, uh, according to a guy on Reddit who was actually there, though, he was one that was saying all this. He says, uh, and I'm going to quote him here, he goes, another interesting reaction was when another fan mentioned that it was a shame that stars wouldn't make a fourth season of Ash vs. Evil Dead. And Ra- Sam Raimi's response emphasized that it was stars that wouldn't make another season. Mm. And so his reaction and the reaction to a lot of other people there is there could be like a secret Ash versus Evil Dead season four happening somewhere else. Hmm. That Someone could be else a, picked it up. That could be announced in September. So, uh, you know, yes. Yes. Y- yes. <laughs> yes. All of the yes. Oh, yes. Even if it's mustard on it. All of the yes. <laughs> now, we had a uh, friend who went to that, right? Uh, we, who, uh, didn't uh, Wendy go to that? Oh, Wendy did. Did she go to that? No, yeah, well, she's in Texas. That makes that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, she had she had uh, she had um, videos on her Instagram story of it. By the way, we need to give a, a huge shout out to her. We do because a couple weeks ago, I've been waiting until Mike got back to to mention this, but um, uh, this this girl on Instagram, she does this amazing artwork, mm-hmm. Wendy Lynn. And, she uh, uh, she reached out to us a while back just for some exchanges well, uh, her, so about her some her, beer or something like that well and also her and her boyfriend had always had always wondered something about the like who who controlled the the instagram and stuff like that oh something like that yeah. so they were asking questions about that we've been kind of talking back and forth with her for a while and she she did this amazing uh painting like a watercolor painting of a of a brain yeah not not only not only is she uh, amazing at her art though she's a ridiculously good special effects artist oh yeah like so her good. stuff is fantastic yeah really good um i wish I wish that I worked on the movie still because I would fucking hire her in a second yeah, to do effects. Totally. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so she did these watercolor paintings of these really, really cool looking brains. Yeah. And when I saw it, it immediately jumped out at me that the the wiggles in the brain, the brain wiggles, you know, whatever those brain are wiggles, sure. brain, the brain wiggles, wrinkles. That's the technical term. <laughs> I, I like the wiggles better. Wrinkles. <laughs> um, they kind of look like letters, and I go, that'd be really cool if we could get our name sort of in that. And uh, we've been talking about doing a little bit of rebranding. So um, this could be something really cool to to, to use to mm-hmm. do, and um, and so yeah. So we reached out to her. She was super gracious. She uh, she she for some reason thinks we're like a big <laughs> deal. It's, it's it's so weird. Uh, no, we appreciate all the kind words. Uh, I promise you, we are not as near as a big a deal as you think we are. But <laughs> or, or as cool, definitely or, not as cool. Or are we? Or are we? <laughs> no, no. But she. Um, so she did. She did this amazing watercolor of of that same brain, but with uh, the buzzkill within the wrinkles of yep. the brain, and then the blood splatter down at the bottom is where it says podcast, and it turned out so yep. good. Um, she sent us the physical copy, and some also, other and some other little goodies. Yeah, actually, I have my. Some, I have one of the things in my bag. One of the brains, or no, it was hearts, the heart. The heart. The heart. Yeah. You kept the brain. Um, and yeah, like these little like foam. What is it? It's like foam they're, they're latex like kind of? I think it's just latex, yeah. Yeah, uh, like ana- anatomical hearts and brains that she mm-hmm. made into f- uh, refrigerator magnets. Yeah, they're really cool. Covered in blood. They look amazing. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we're going to hopefully start using this for some of our branding. Mm-hmm. Possibly turn it into uh, a uh, stamp or something like that. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about, I've been talking for a long time about making Buzzkill Podcast leather coasters. Yeah. So we thought it might be cool to get that made into a stamp that I can stamp into leather coasters and Very turn well. it. So, uh, Wendy Lynn, if you are listening, which I hope you are because you usually do, thank you so much because it, it turned out amazing and we really love it. 
Also, we're gonna hang it right up here. What's we're that? gonna. What's I that? Think, also, we're gonna, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. I think one of these plaques on the wall could probably come down. And yeah, maybe, there's one. There's one that we could pull down, and we're gonna put our our beautiful brain picture up there. So I like it. Yeah, I just had to bring that up because you mentioned the. What was that thing called that they were at? Uh, the Texas Frightmare Convention. Right. So. So yeah. Anyway. Um. So back to that though. So. Um, so yeah, that was at the Texas Frightmare thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, very excited, possibly more Ash vs. Evil Dead goodness coming our of way. Of course. Cool. All right, moving on here. Um, David S. Goyer, you would know him uh, probably best for being the writer of The Dark Knight, one of the greatest superhero movies probably ever made. Uh, well, he has been tapped and is writing a new, evolved reimagining of Hellraiser. Really? Uh, which is super interesting. Um, super interesting and kind of I'm bummed, actually, to be honest with you, because I really wanted to follow up to Hellrager, 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 Hellrager. <laughs> the college kids that go to spring break. <laughs> um, Hellrager Judgment. I, I am part of the. I think you're in agreement with yeah. me. We're part of the minority that really liked that movie. I did. Yeah. I really dug that. There movie. was one part I could have done without, but <laughs> other, yes, than, yes. other than that, I really uh, liked it. The way that they ended it, though, it's like the ultimate, like what now type ending. Yeah. And I really wanted to see where. We were going to go from there. I really wanted at least one more movie to to tie that that mm-hmm. storyline up, um, and it doesn't seem like we're going to get it. Um, on the bright side, though, David F- David S. Goyer is amazing, and this movie is being fast tracked at the studio, which means they really want to get it out, and it's going to be for worldwide distribution. Nice. So they're they're putting everything behind it, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, horror's hot now. You know, the the studios are finally realizing it. So hopefully, we're going to get some good stuff coming out of this. Uh, so that's actually really excited. Um, he and the um, uh, he and the uh, the head of the studio that's putting it out uh, have said that they are committed to making something dark and visceral. So hopefully, you know they're they're big fans of the original comics and they're being very faithful to that adaptation. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Cool, absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely into that. Um, speaking of reboots, uh, we're getting another reboot of a movie called Cliffhanger. What? <laughs> this wouldn't normally be news, <laughs> except for who's directing it, and that is. Uh, uh, that's Anna Lily Armapour. Oh, okay. The the woman behind uh, a girl walks home home alone at night. A girl a girl, girl walks home alone at night. I believe right. that's it. Yeah. Uh, she also did a movie called The Bad Batch, uh, which was her follow up to that, which was did, amazing. Did she do one of the segments in XX? Ooh, she might have. I thought so. She, I'm, I'm pretty sure she probably did. I'll pretty sure it. she probably did. <laughs> yeah. Um, but original, so, yes. they, so she's uh, original casting. I, 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 I think I think Stallone is actually going to play the Cliff. That's that's actually that's actually where he's being cast. His, his chin is the overhang on the cliff. <laughs> like cliffhanging off Mount Rushmore. Only it's just Stallone's face. Um, so that's interesting, I guess. Um, uh, okay, a movie we've been talking about forever. I have some news about, and that is a movie called The New Mutants. Yeah, we have been waiting forever for this movie. Keep waiting. Keep waiting because oh they pushed it God. back to April third, twenty twenty. Just to avoid a correction, Come Anna on. Lily Amapour did not do one she of the did double not. X. She uh, did do something somewhere, though. She did do a. <laughs> she did do <laughs> something <laughs> somewhere. So no, she did a, a short in some anthology. I'm, I'm pretty sure she did. Mm, or a TV um, show that I watched recently. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She did something somewhere. Somewhere. Um, anyway, though, Le- yeah. So Legion. Le- no, it wasn't Legion. She directed one episode of Legion. Oh, Castle Rock. Castle she Rock. directed that's, one episode that's of Castle Rock. That's it. That's and I mean. one episode of The Twilight Zone. The well, new Twilight Zone. There you go. Twilight Zone. <laughs> don't don't, Twilight get, Zane. don't get Jansen started, okay? We all know how much he loves The Twilight Zone. 
feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so New Mutants is getting pushed back again until April 3rd, 2020. And then also they removed Gambit completely from the schedule. The mm-hmm. Channing Tatum Gambit movie, which I've also been looking forward to, not even on the schedule anymore. So that happening? production, I think, was just doomed from the start. I doubt we'll ever even see it, but... Who knows? I've been wrong before. It's because he's doing um, Magic Mike Six on the on the remake you sequel. See that picture of him train. recently? Whew, he can do all the Magic Mike he wants. <laughs> Keep it Sorry. in your pants, what's he, will what's he, What is he doing to me? <laughs> he, <laughs> he posted some picture that he lost a bet or something, and he was naked with nothing but his it was water coming down. He was naked. Was just this on Instagram? Junk. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. It was, it was I'll let you know how it is. I'll report back. Um, Sorry, back to your news. While you're looking that up, we are finally getting the long awaited third film in the Collector Collection series. Uh, which is really cool. We've been talking about wanting to rewatch <coughs> these movies for a while. Um, I've seen them both. I love them. It's been a long time though. I'm not sure you've seen the second one. I haven't seen either of them. Oh, oh wow, he's uh just in the shower, yep. naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean share it the class. Okay. Share it the class. That's oh, nice. oh, oh wow. That's a whole lot of man right there. He's got his thighs are like fleshy tree trunks. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a woodpecker, I'd live in those. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Marcus Dunstan, <laughs> who directed the uh, the original two, they were written by Dunstan and his writing partner, Patrick Melton. I'm assuming that they are both writing it again because uh, Dunstan is back to direct. So that's actually very exciting. Um a lot of people have always been looking. A lot of people have been looking forward to that for a mm-hmm. long time. So that's actually really cool. Um, let's see here. Uh, we're getting a documentary uh, on a guy named Ruggiero Deodato. 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 I always say his name wrong. Deodato. Deodato. Day of the dodo. Um, uh, who is the uh, d- the director of uh, the notorious Cannibal Holocaust? Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the making of that film. Uh, it's a crazy tale. Super he got, interesting. He got brought up on charges because people thought he actually killed his actors. Mm-hmm. They uh, and they had signed some like um, uh, some agreement to where they had to like lay low for the first year that the film was out to sell it. Kind of the same way that the guys and uh, the people in Blair Witch did. Yeah. Um, only they, they didn't think that people died in Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, the, the state actually brought them up on charges. Crazy, crazy story. Yeah. So if you're interested in that or ever, there's a new documentary coming out relatively soon. Um, on him. That's exciting. Uh, speaking of Castle Rock, yes. Castle Rock Season 2 is to be prominently set in Jerusalem's lot from Salem's lot, mm-hmm. which is really fucking cool. Did we bring that up? I thought we brought that up. No, you did not. We didn't? And that was from two weeks ago. Oh. We we talked about it, but when, we decided not to talk about it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why would we decide to... I don't know. We're a mess. Because, We're a mess without Mike here. <laughs> because you guys had to talk about that child's play. That's, that's, that's why. <laughs> Jackson, it's so easy. You're I'm never, sorry. You're never going to live it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Another thing uh, uh, that came from a couple weeks ago, and this is exciting. I can understand why maybe you wouldn't have picked this out, but uh, I know this is interesting for you and a lot of other people. Uh, never Hike Alone uh, is, I think we agree, the greatest fan film ever made, especially in the Friday the 13th yeah, it was great. Uh, uh, mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, the director, Vincente DeSante, uh, has come out now and saying that he has plans to do a sequel, and it's going to uh, devol- or, uh, involve more of the Tommy Jarvis character. Oh, cool. Why did he know where to go to pick up the guy at the end, and this and that? And, mm-hmm. and they've dubbed his Jason Ghost Jason, which I think is really cool. Really? Um, yeah, so it's really cool. So it looks like 
he's talking about how funding is very hard and he goes <clears> instead <throat> of me instead of doing another feature they might do episodes so it might be an episodic thing oh, and then okay. when they're all done you can probably put them together and make a feature but um that's actually really really cool have they tried to crowdfund it because it seems like that would be something people would back well they crowdfunded the first one yeah so i don't know how they're doing that maybe they, they don't do want again. to I have no idea. Double dip into that. They something. might not want to do that. Perhaps it was extremely difficult to, to be to get good on all of their promises. Sure, too. Yeah. I can see how some some productions might find that to be the hardest part about it. Is yeah. Just fulfilling all of those gifts and promises and all yeah. that. And you promise lots of people, and then you you want their money. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Cool. What uh, What's new on Blue, Jamesy? Uh, <clears throat> just one for you. And this is the second week in a row that uh, that it's 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 not even really. It's not even really genre. It's more so. It's a uh, it's a crime action film. Oh, but coming out from Scream Factory. So, Scream Factory has announced the Blu-ray release of 1982 action crime classic Vice Squad. Uh, there's not too much information about it, but the August release, other than the fact that it features uh, brand new art by Joe Robinson and that plans to give it the full Scream Factory extras and specials treatment, are underway. Nice. I uh, I have never heard of this movie to be honest with you. I saw that br- that release and that's not one that I'm super familiar with. Yeah. But, um, Me either. Scream Factory's putting it out. Then it's got to be good. It's got to be. Right. Yeah. Isn't there a cereal that had that slogan? If it's something, <laughs> it has to be good. With a name like <laughs> Smuckers, oh, it's got to be go. good. And, and that's, that's right one. too because Smuckers is delicious. Smuck. It's kind of a gross name though. It really is. Smuckers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like hold on, hold on, Jen. <clears throat> do me a favor. Whisper Smuckers. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Everybody shut up. Smuckers. Oh, God. <laughs> yup, that's gross. I'm just... Motherfucker. <laughs> it's, the, it's the sound. I'm just picturing... That's why Cupcakes is so I'm just bad. picturing yeah. some, like, just nasty person. And be like, oh, Jimmy, why don't you just smear some Smuckers on your bread oh, there? Yeah, just just smear, smear some Smucks on it. Smuck, Smuck, Smuck. <laughs> smear it on there. <laughs> gross. That's all you got? <laughs> that's all I got, yeah. All right, uh, this just in. Breaking news. Yeah. Bruce Campbell has said what his tweet's about. Oh. Okay. It's a book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, not, and not even a new book. It's a re-release of the book he put out like last year. That uh, He put out a book last year called Hail to the Chin, Further Confessions of a B-Movie Actor. It's the, That the was middle... only just last year that he put uh, that out? I believe it was last year, yeah. I thought that was um, a while ago. I don't think so. Oh, all right. Um, but uh, it's the uh, the middle the middle part of his uh, trilogy of books that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's he's putting it back out, and it's called uh, Confessions of a B Movie Actor Requiem for Ash Edition. Requiem. Requiem for Ash Edition, which basically will just f- continue on the whole Ash vs Evil Dead remake until that got canceled. It's pretty much it, just to kind of cap off that saga. Is the, probably the reason that he's doing it. But man, all that speculation just for a. <laughs> re-release of a book. It's never now that doesn't have anything to do with what you were talking about earlier with yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, it does. The, it does. The thing that they announced that they announced at uh, whatever the hell the Texas thing Texas Fright. That's and, what they were talking yeah. about was a re-release yeah. of a book. So when he when he nonchalantly just pounded off and started talking about his book, <laughs> he was actually being. He was actually telling <laughs> you already what it was. He was telling us what it was, and and us fans were are too stupid and and <laughs> wanting of more to believe him. <laughs> well, for something like that, it insinuated much more yeah. than mm-hmm. what it. I still am choosing to believe that Netflix or Shutter picked up Ash vs Evil Dead. I'm Hold still, on to that hope. I'm Michael. still choosing to, to believe it. I don't see I, like I don't see why they wouldn't. Based on the Raimi response, <clears throat> that's some, you know. it's you have a built-in you because we were talking about Netflix uh, original material last week and how it 
you know, it's really not hard for them to just kind of crap stuff out. Mm-hmm. And if it hits, it does. If it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Then you just move on. And with something like Ash versus Evil Dead that already has a built-in fan sure. base, it seems like a smart move. You know, I agree. Well, I... maybe that was his way of saying that it was Star Wars, not them, and trying to put it out there for other people that might be interested to come to. Mm, him that's true too. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like Sam Raimi though could go anywhere with a project and probably get it greenlit. Plus, sure. he has his own production company, so it's like. If they really wanted to do it, there's ways to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. True. But um, anyway, that's all. Uh, I'm that's trying all, to give you hope. That's all, right. all we got. <laughs> all right, so shall we? We shall. We shall wrap this up with today's stupid fact of the day, folks. So did you know that with China's population, if the population of China walked past you in a single file line, the line would never end because of the rate of reproduction? What? Really? Wow. Oh. But that's assuming, hold on, that's assuming that all the babies can walk. <laughs> Eventually they would. Eventually. Well, so it, would it be so smart. long that the babies at the end would have enough time to age enough to where they were able to walk and then they could walk past you? It's literally those cycle of life charts that you see, like from like baby to adult. It's <laughs> yeah. that walking by you. <laughs> oh, that's bizarre. Or does it mean the, the rate of reproduction of the people in that single file line, like how it would wrap around everywhere? I mean, like... Would it wrap around the world, though? No, I wouldn't make that far. No, no. No. Maybe if they were laying in a single file line. Just (laughs) just a bunch of people face down all the way across the world. (laughs) so weird. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. All right. Boom! That was the news. Oh, that felt good. That's how it's done. That felt good. That's how it's done. No offense to you, Jansen. (laughs) You tried. Jansen's just eating shit over here. He immediately regrets his decision to come sit on the couch. Well, well, because we kind of laid into you pretty hard last week while you were gone. You did. I think it's only fitting that we lay into somebody else. Not me, but somebody else. I, I don't even get a mic. Like, I can't even defend myself. There's only one mic to go around, and that belongs to that man right there. Mm-hmm. That's true. He's mine. Hands off. James! <laughs> that boy <laughs> is mine. What a great song, by the it's way. You very, remember that song? Yeah. yeah. I'm when you really break it down, though, it's absurd. You're fighting over a man that's cheating on both of you. It's not hard to see. The, the boy, boy is mine. Were you like, a Brandy or a Monique guy? I uh, wasn't Monique. <laughs> <laughs> What's Monica? Monica. <laughs> Was there a Monique too, though? Monique is a stand-up yeah. comedian. Yes. Yeah, not he, a thing. He could have been a Monique guy. I don't know. Well, who could he? He? No, Monique <laughs> is a woman. No, the boy could have been a Monique guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely could have been. Yeah, saying. why wouldn't you? She's not, a classy lady. I was a Monica yeah. guy, by the way. I was a Monica guy too, but uh, what was the last thing I saw? Brandy in something recently. And she still looks really good. She's was on it? Star, I think it's called. It's a, a TV series. I think it was a spinoff of Empire. Mm. I feel like I saw her in something. Oh, well, we watched... Uh, what was that Are shitty... Are you sure you weren't just drinking brandy? No, what was the shitty uh, like real-world Halloween movie? Mm. Which one was that? Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah, yeah. she was in that. But great, that was like 20 years ago. So, yeah. But she looked good then. She did. She did. <clears throat> anyway... All so right. uh, so uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. We are. We're gonna we're gonna write our vows. Mike's gonna, gonna Mike's gonna go in and uh, and spray his his uh, nasal mist into his nose. Make sure all that blood's cleared out. It's just gonna be beer. Just pour, some <laughs> beer. pour some beer in there. We'll be good. Or some whiskey. Just you know. There you go. Good and go. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna take our vows. 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 This is this is. 
This is a weird digression. <laughs> Let's go. Throughout this Dulce, faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. So, wow, Mr. J. Raj. <laughs> yes, sir. You're getting married. Oh, me? You're get, you get. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this right now. May may none of your wedding, no part of your wedding, go as badly as these. <laughs> well, I hope they wouldn't. Just I, saying. I hope the worst I, thing that happens at your wedding is possibly just a. Uh, a very minor shark attack. <laughs> if, if, you, <laughs> if you plan on going in a shark I, cage. See, I would accept a shark attack yeah. because how badass is that to come back and be like, dude, I got bit by a shark. Yeah. Let me see. Whoa. Not if you're missing half your body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a big ass shark. I, <laughs> I would only have the left side of my, my mouth. If it was if it was Mike and you know Mike's only got half of his half of his body exposed at all times, so he'd lose his left nut. All right. So the first movie we're talking about, uh, both of these, like we said earlier, are uh, foreign suck. films. You only got three. <laughs> both of these movies are uh, foreign films. So chances are you've never heard of either of them. So uh, let us be your guide. To these these marriage marriageal horror movies, marriageal, marriageal, made it <laughs> up. A word. Made it up. Going with it. Uh, horror See, movies. That's that's your workaround for not using words in the right context. Is just <laughs> Make making words up. up. Marriageal. Um, so let us both, be your guide to the bride. So both of these movies, though we we loved, and we yeah. went into the both of them cold. We mm-hmm. didn't know anything about them. Uh, and uh, they're both great, so uh, hopefully we can do them some justice here. This, uh, this search first, them out afterwards and watch them. This first one I kind of figured I would like because it, it was the uh, same director as Mermaid, yes. Lake of the Dead Which that we, we just also watched and we both really liked. liked. Yeah, we didn't expect to like it, but uh, we did. Directed by, I'm going to try it. You want to try it first? I want to try it. Okay. Sivyatoslav Podgivinsky. Uh, that was close. Pod, Podgivinsky, I don't know. Sviatoslav Podgaevsky. Otherwise just known as the alphabet. Sviatoslav. Sviatoslav. (laughs) That's how you Sviatoslav Podgaevsky. Sure, that one. It's a a lot of consonants. We also talk about the Baba Yaga a lot on this show. Uh, Because the Baba Yaga seems to be popping up in a lot of movies we watch, or or interpretations of the Baba Yaga. Yeah. And uh, he's actually making a movie coming out this year called Baba Yaga. Did you watch the trailer? I did. It looks awesome. Looks good. Did you watch it? Really good. It did. It it Um, looks good until the creepy thing was creeping over the small infant, which I have at home. Why? (laughs) (laughs) That creeps me the hell out. Just the So I, I don't know. I don't know about the the folklore behind the Baba Yaga, but it does. Slavic. Is, I know that. I know that. Yeah, but it does it usually revolve around like ch- trying to take children? Uh, is that, could be. Is that its deal? Could be. So yeah, or it's he's creepy. Just a, or he's yeah, just a it's, child it predator. Me out. And it, they do. It creeps up in, in the, the crib, and then it creeps up around <laughs> the chair on the sweet little. In baby. the trailer, they do the like one of the things that I've always feared as a parent, which is. Seeing somebody on the video monitor that's not yeah. actually in the room. We've, <laughs> yeah. t- we've talked yeah. about this before. Yeah, <laughs> that shit. But that's, me a whole out. No, that's a whole other movie for a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah. At a whole other time. I yeah, will same, say I same director, that, but it looks really cool. Yeah. I think of that constantly because the video monitor, even when he's downstairs, 
it's on and sits right next to me on the couch. Mm-hmm. And I can't, and every now and then I hear this weird noise, and I'm like, oh, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> no, certainly don't make sure your baby's okay. <laughs> no, the baby's with me. I'll have him on oh, the couch okay. with me. Oh, but you have it like, in something. the room. Yeah. yeah. And so, and it's upstairs in the, the monitor part that you can see what's going on in the room. You just went from room. mother of the year right. to, to mother no, of the year. The baby is in my arms, and I hear a weird noise on the monitor, and I refuse to look at it because I'm certain I'm going to see something creepy. Turns out it's just your mom stumbling around drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you never right. know. So, uh, so the bride from 2017. Uh, so the, the unusual practice of photoshopping, photoshopping, photoshopping wow. <laughs> photographing dead relatives ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> the unusual practice of photographing dead relatives during the mid 1800s rural Russia will link uh, a, a philo- philology. That's Phil- not a real wow. word. <laughs> Did I write this? <laughs> you wrote this one. <laughs> the philo- What's a philology? <laughs> it's philindicism. Wait, wait, is the synopsis just jacked up, or are you just nope. stumbling? No, it actually the says same philology. Thing. Oh, okay. oh it's right. the study of Uncle Phil. Oh, there you <laughs> That's go. what it is. Uh, it's a it's a philology student with her husband's abysmal family history. Who wrote this? Was it the person for? They probably well, put on. it oh, into Google no, Translate. No, is, philology is a real thing. Oh, it is. We're, oh, just, we're stupid. just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, philology is the branch of knowledge that deals with the structure, historical development, and relationships of a language or languages. They do not no, ever say that all. in no. this movie. Nope. They never say that in this that. movie, nope. right? No, or am uh, I just... no. no. She, uh, around the dinner table, when they ask her what she does, she does say that she's a student. She might have said it there. Oh, okay. She might have said it I there. Think she does. It sounds like the type of thing where if you told people what you did, they would just automatically assume you were drunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm a philologist. I'm a philologist. <laughs> no, I. The judicial system. I'm almost positive. All she says is, I, I'm just a student. Or something along okay, maybe, maybe. Yeah, so, so somebody, so somebody made a huge, it. huge leap here. Right, on this, huge uh, deal out of what oh, she does. Oh, she didn't actually say what she studies. I wonder what she studies. Oh, must be philology. <laughs> philology. <laughs> it could also be that something is lost in it's translation. Something, something, it's something, something uh, Steve Brule would say. <laughs> <laughs> philology. <laughs> philology. <laughs> I have a brother. My brother is here. <laughs> really? <laughs> Oh my god. Am I my brother's keeper? (laughs) I'm crying right now. I don't know, but he's here. (laughs) What's your uh, favorite kind of food? Pizza. (laughs) I'm I'm on pizza oven. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get this this train back on track here. Um, So when we watched uh, Mermaid Lake of Blood, uh, it was starring... uh, Lake of of the Dead. Or Lake of the Dead. Why did I say Lake of Blood? I don't know. It sounds sounds cool, though. It sounds awesome. That was Lake of Blood. I think it's Lake of the Dead. Could be okay, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it was starring, I'm gonna look it up anyway. starring a young lady named uh, Victoria Agalokova. Ag- Agalokova. Agalokova. Vi- Victoria Agalokova. Agalokova. Yeah, you had it right the uh, second and, time. Uh, right? And this uh, in this movie, she played a character called Nasty A. That was. That's how you said it. Spelled. That's how you said it. Nasty A. <laughs> Nastia. Nastia. <clears throat> like Nastia better. Um, and then uh, there's a whole bunch of other people. I'm not even going to bother saying their names. But you have uh, you have Nastia's husband, uh, uh, Vanya. Um, his sister. Played, played by Vyacheslav Cherpenchenko. Okay, if you want to try this, go for <laughs> there you it. Go. Uh, his sister, Eliza. Played by Alexandra Rebinok. Uh, his. Uh, who is Baron? Baron was. I don't know. Um, oh, was he the old man? The no, the uh, Ivan and Lisa's father. That was Victor. 
Psoli, uh, Victor Sol- Soloviev. Soloviev. V- Victor Soloviev. Yep. Uh, anyway, and then you had the bride, the bride herself, which is the supernatural element to this. Basically, uh, they get married. They're a young couple. They get married. Um, and uh, he seems gets, like kind of a shotgun wedding. Seems a little bit, little bit. They, uh, they kind of went to the, the justice of the peace and just kind of got hitched. Um, and uh, yeah, so they he gets a call. It's like a really disturbing call, and he says, "I have to go visit my family." So they both go out there. Um, she is. It, it's a really uncomfortable family to be around right off the get go. They seem very old world. Yeah, like, they seem like stuck in time. Almost. Yeah, sort yeah. of, sort of. And uh, everything's just really awkward, really weird. And uh, she comes to find out that um, their family history is with this photographer, um, who found out that if you if you take a picture of somebody, not only uh, and this is like back in those old cameras where they have the glass negatives. Right. Not only does the negative reflect the person, but it also traps their soul mm-hmm. and it collects energy. So essentially, you can you can keep somebody's soul forever as long as the and, negative doesn't get smashed exactly. or damaged. And in this particular story, you needed to basically give that soul a new body when the old body basically gets too old to be useful anymore. right 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 um and so that's basically the story without giving away too many spoilers yet um yeah that's basically the story you know you find out that that's one of the reasons why what say that's basically <laughs> the story one more time you said so, not even just that but the word basically four times in the last three so sentences basically basically what you have basically, here is basically what we're looking at is this story is basically about basically you using the word basically all so the time. philology <laughs> that's what philology is the so use basically of the word that's basically. what it's about Every um, yeah, no, so, yeah, that, that that's, I mean, basically. what else? <laughs> basically what it's about. Help me out here a little bit. <laughs> we will not. Um, try uh, the word, a couple words, pretty much. That's pretty much it's what pretty it's about. It's pretty much so, basically what it's about. That's <laughs> pr- pretty much what it's about. It's a roundabout way all it is. Uh, no, she finds out, though, the family wants her for that reason. And I um, mean, that. yeah, that takes that takes place over the entirety of the movie. Yeah, she really yeah, doesn't find yeah. But it's uh, it's it was it was interesting. Like like I said, when you get when she gets to this house, these people seem stuck in time. Like the his sister is always wearing uh like a like a very like a high neck long sleeve. It almost long, like it's long very black dress, almost like, like yeah. Amish, like, 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 yeah. like, like Amish garb. Yeah, even, even, Amish more, yeah, even her, more old school than that. It was very, it was very like eighteen hundreds, like almost. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids, and her kids are the, dressed in yeah. like you know the little kid always wears dark slacks with a dark shirt and suspenders and mm-hmm. stuff. They they basically just, yeah they look like old yeah. world sort of people and living it is in this all house. Very drab color, like it's very. <clears throat> grays blacks like those types of colors in their wardrobe and it's a direct contrast of vanya and nastia who are in very modern yeah they live in the city you know vanya Vanya left the family went to the city and he became a city it met uh (laughs) met nastia um yeah the very the very (laughs) beginning let me let me guess james and i you made good use of our 10 second rewind button uh (laughs) on the uh the good old prime (laughs) Oh yeah, we did. Oh yeah, we did. Oh, she is not hard to look at. You know what? I mean, her I've, husband you know wasn't what? either. You know what? Well, I mean, he ladies. was. He was pretty fine too. But yes. I've been. I've been gone for two weeks. <coughs> they. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with yeah, the they. Both mm-hmm. of them as a couple. We're they were very fine. Yes. Um, Lay you down. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck. Oh. Right. So actually, I could steal. I could. I could appropriately steal one from Tank last week. She's looking fine from behind. 
Uh, so the movie opens though with uh, the grandfather back in the day, mm. or, or the yeah, the grand mm-hmm. grandfather, grandfather. Their, their ancestor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, back in the day when he figures out this this whole technique, and uh, it basically his uh, so there it is again. His wife uh, passed away actually before they were married, mm-hmm. and uh, he figured out how to do this and kidnapped a young woman and transferred uh, his fiance's soul into her body. It really seemed like he had the support of the community. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> when, that, he was, that was a... when he was laying this live one, like, this is horrifying, by the oh, way. Yeah. Being buried alive would be the fucking worst. Not only being buried alive, but being buried alive with a dead person. Yeah. Like, that's, right. <laughs> that's, and the one that's guy a, that the tries to stop. Well, the one the... guy tries to stop him, <clears throat> and he just flat out kills him. Uh, oh yeah, he shoots him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I forgot so, about that. I, I'm gonna get to this when we talk. Start getting through the movie a little bit, but uh, <laughs> this movie set up a lot of really interesting ideas with the whole being buried alive thing and this and that. Mm-hmm. The uh, the last 15 minutes of the movie, though, everything to for me fell apart. Everything yeah. fell apart. All of the rules that they laid down just stopped being rules, and they, and they just did whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Yeah, definitely. And, we'll, and I have a way. lot of points to point out about that, and we'll get there. But um, the idea of having to get buried alive though, with with a body for that to happen, it was a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was interesting. I, <laughs> they never I, really do that though. They get like three or four shovels on there, and then yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like it's more of a like ritual. The process. It's like a ritual or yeah. something, th- ritual thing. So no one's actually buried I, alive. My nickname of the grandfather, Victor West, re-photographer, because <laughs> <laughs> he brings people back to life. Sure. <laughs> I liked that whole idea, though. That that's is. I feel like there's something very similar that's actually in some cultures that they believe. There are certain things with film that um, well, captures certain, the soul. Certain primitive cultures, though, they do think that the camera can steal your soul. Like that's yeah. yeah. So well, I, I th- kind of drew on that. I liked that a lot. I think, if I'm not mistaken, and this could be a, a correction for next next week, I do believe that uh, when like when photography first kind of popped up in the Americas, I believe that native americans believe that it, it would capture yeah, your soul i think that's i think you're i could right. be wrong there's a lot of indigenous no, tribes right. around the world i believe that think the same thing yeah, too yeah um but uh <clears throat> i like the um, whole idea of it though i thought that was really cool yeah so so she's uh she's just kind of it uh vanya is that his name mm-hmm. yeah he disappears kind of early in the movie like after after they get to this house and uh and lisa is it a Lisa? I say Liza. Liza. I don't know if it's Liza or Lisa. I think Lisa. I think they were calling her Lisa. Yeah. Um. She basically says, "Oh, he went he went into town with his friends. He'll be back." And she can't get a hold of him mm-hmm. every time she calls his phone. It's uh like straight to voicemail. So, ooh, that was weird. That was a that was a it's sound weird. from way down here. <laughs> it doesn't even it doesn't even go to voicemail. It just says he's not available. Oh yeah, like yeah. this caller is not available, yeah. which was. Which was one of the things with the dubbing. It was so funny. You could tell that in Russian, there was a lot more to hear on the other end of that phone. <laughs> and the American is just like, um, we're sorry. The person the person you're dialing can't be reached. And then she's still on the phone. Still on the phone. Still on the phone. And then finally, she takes the phone away from her ear. You can tell there's a lot more there in the original version. By the way, we watched this on Prime. This movie is free on Prime. Yep. Uh, Both movies this week were free on Prime. Yeah, I just I, I was just looking it up, and I, I did find out that it's free on Tubi as well. And if it's anything like the movies we watched, uh, uh, I think it was Mermaid. Yeah, Lake of uh, Lake of the Dead. Actually, Tubi actually has the Tubi has, native language. Yeah, Tubi has the Russian version, so you don't have Which because Amazon doesn't give you the option, unfortunately. Because these are horribly dubbed movies. They're bad. And it, it actually kind of takes you out of it every once so, in a while. So, well, there was one part I was telling you. Uh, I don't know if it was <clears> off mic or not, but there's one part that uh, very 
uh, that points that out, and it goes. The sister asks uh, Nastia, uh, "Why are you why are you always so formal when you talk to me? It, you you sound so weird." And, she, and then Nastia apologizes, saying, "Oh, that's just how I am." But the thing about it though is because the dub is so bad, Nastia, just like in Mermaid, her dub is actually halfway decent yeah it's not terrible it's everybody else that's terrible mm-hmm. Nastia is the only character that actually sounds like she's speaking normally everybody else around her they sound like it's like that voice to text or, or Alexa again mm-hmm. you know yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah it's awful it's really really bad but, but that line specifically though talks about how they're speaking to each other and it's completely lost with the dub Hundred uh, percent lost because of because how the, because how she's talking to her is not really that formal. Well, yeah, because she just asked, all, all she does is she prefaces her question with, "Do you mind if I ask? Do you mind if I ask why?" Blah blah blah. Like yeah, that's but, not that formal. No, it's not. But like I said, it's, it's even more so different though with the dub. It right. Just, it really just it just takes you out of it. this dub is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um. Uh. And and uh. Shit! I just lost my <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, I can't the, remember what I was going to say. Have you ever seen one that's actually good? Good dubs? Uh, there's been a couple. Uh, I, I can't think some decent offhand. Ones. I can't think. Oh, but. I remember what I was going to say. I would almost, I would almost prefer it if because there was one, there was one point in this movie where one of the people, even though they were speaking English, they sounded like they had a Russian accent. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, it would actually be, it would actually be better if they had English-speaking Russian people. With the accents sure, sure. To, to dub the movie because I well, feel I know, like it would translate yeah. a little bit better. I know that uh, Jackie Chan does a lot of his own dubs. Yeah. When he makes a movie in another country and they have to dub it for a U.S. audience, right. he'll go in and do his own dubbing. Right. Which, was, which and, is and, and way it feels, better. It feels more natural. Yeah. Like I just I, I feel like a, a a person who know like can speak Russian but also speak English, so they would kind of know the inflections of the language a little bit better and know how to play it uh, to to fit. I said to yeah. fit the scene a little better. I yeah. feel like that would serve the movie more. I, I said this with Mermaid is that whoever did the the dub the, <laughs> and did the translation, they don't take excuse me into effect that language doesn't always translate the right way and things sound weird like out of place. So they do it very literal, like, like a literal oh, translate yeah, translation. Like, yeah. Oh, children, go play in the other room with with your toy. I mean, that was a bad that's, example. That's a pretty, that was a bad example, <laughs> that's a pretty like, normal sense. No, but like, but they, they do, there's certain weird things though that don't oh, sound children, right though in Oh, children, in the other room go play. Yeah, yeah, stuff right. like that. It wasn't even so much that. It was like the way that like... But it's kind of like that. Like yeah, where their yeah. sentence structures are a little bit different where yes, they, they yes. will uh, address the person at the end of the sentence rather than at the beginning or something like yeah. that. Yeah, or if a word, or if the word, there's not really a great translation. If, you know... When you're dubbing it, they should re-say it the way that an American would to make it make sense, or right. a way an English person, speaking person would. Mm-hmm. And instead, though, they just use like another word in place of it, and it just kind of sounds weird. You right. know? That, yeah. that, this is that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah. So starting from from the from the beginning of the flick, though, I loved the the old timey stuff. Though it, to me, it gave it like the film like sort of like this Dracula feel. Mm-hmm. Not not so much Dracula, but old world sort of like dark. Everything was kind of grimy. Like mm-hmm. it was it was really cool, and I liked that. I thought the whole movie was going to be in, in that tone, um, so I liked it when they jumped back and forth every now and then to the to the, the old times. The house really was though, like the house, house even was like period. The, the yep. house even felt like it was stuck in time too, so yep. that was really cool. Um, one of the things I loved was uh, Nastia keeps having these, I guess, hallucinations, sort of, mm-hmm. where she thinks she like the first time it happens is. Um, She's in the bath, hey, hey. And uh, <laughs> she sees somebody walk, like the door opens by itself, and she sees somebody walk by, so she's, she doesn't know who it is, so she gets up to follow them. And she follows this person out into the hallway, and you can see them 
uh, like standing with their back toward her. Yeah. And when she finally goes up and taps them on the shoulder, they turn around and it's her staring at her. And not only is that cool, like it's it's like this sudden shock of this mirror image, but then she kind of jumps back in shock, mm-hmm. and then she feels a hand on her shoulder, and when she turns around. It's her it's again. It's her again, yeah. So it's almost like this repeating chain of like... It was a really, yeah, really, was cool really cool sequence, but what did it mean and how did that make sense? I was, I didn't really follow it though because like how does... I get that there is this spirit there that inhabits bodies and this and that and yada yada, mm-hmm. but that spirit at that point in time was still in the old lady, the mother's body up in the, up in the attic. Right. So why was she seeing herself? I get maybe she would see a spirit or she would see, you know, the haunting. But why would she see herself? They didn't give her anything yet, at least as far as I realized. Yeah, they didn't she really did give her anything. She ate. So I wondered because I thought the same thing, and then I wondered if there was something in the meal that they ate that kind of kept her where she couldn't like, run away, she couldn't escape. Drugging her, maybe because well, they, well, the, they drugged Vanya. Well, it was all, and then it, eventually her. It was yeah. all, it was all tied to that ring, the ruby ring. Yeah, but she wasn't wearing it though. She she, it. she wore it once though. So what if instead of it, because it kind of, it kind of looked, it seemed to me like once you were wearing the ring, you were completely uh, susceptible to the possession or to the haunting or whatever. Yeah. But she puts it on at one point in time, and Vanya takes it back off of her finger. Yeah. So what if it was just kind of like a little bit of residual, like residual power from the ring, yes. just kind of fucking with her head, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I guess I can see that. That ring draws, like I said, when we get to the end of this, that ring draws in all sorts of weird fuck the rules kind of things yeah. as well. But again, we'll get there. Um, one of the things that drove me fucking nuts absolutely nuts was in the beginning of this movie when we're right after we're introduced to to uh nastier and uh and her and her fiance um she spills coffee yeah her dress who in the fuck drinks coffee that is 50 percent grounds it was all grounds <laughs> that spilled out of her Maybe cup that's how I they had, do it and it Russia. drove me nuts i had i had two i had two notes about that part my first one was who the fuck irons with a coffee, <laughs> coffee yeah. sitting next to the iron on the ironing table? And then also, why is your co- why does your coffee look like shit, like human shit? <laughs> no, it, it was, was so it was all thick. Ground. Yeah, it's I was just, like, what the fuck? Who's making your coffee? Like, even if it's French press. You might get a couple of grounds in there, but not like that. Maybe yeah. they just don't use filters. <laughs> it's, I, it's just, all of it goes through. In Soviet Russia, coffee makes you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's an acquired taste. Am I allowed to say stuff like that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> also, uh, the thing that I actually did like, though, is uh, I, I really, really enjoyed the music in this movie. They had this really, there's one point in time where they had this really simple piano cue. And it's when she was like, I think it was when she was walking around the house. And it was just a super simple thing. It was just like, do, 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 do. It was like, it's just super, like four notes, just up and down. Uh, and it was like, super simple, but it was super effective. It reminded me of like old school slashers that just have those really simple, just like one or two note, like themes or whatever, and they get stuck in your head. Yeah. And, and I loved that. I thought it was really, really, really effective. Um, just like Mermaid as well, uh, being that it's the same director, I'm assuming probably a lot of the same people behind the scenes, mm-hmm. probably same producers and whatnot, it looked really good again. Like, can these I, movies look incredible. I, I agree. We can go back to that. Can I just jump in on the music real quick, oh, yeah, though? Because yeah. I agree with you. Once they got to the house, the the music was very atmospheric and, and, and fit with the film very well. 
but there were two part two parts right in the beginning of the movie where I was like, what the hell is going on here? Because there was uh, there was like a little montage of it was after they got married, I think, in the in the uh, courthouse. Yeah, there was this weird montage of them just like having fun, and it was this like really weird upbeat kind yes. of like techno song or something. Yes, and then yep. it immediately transitioned into them driving out to the house. Well, it was like they felt they fell asleep. She woke up to him getting a phone call, and then they're driving to the house, and they play "Lovely Day" by Bill Withers. Yeah, I'm like, what, is, what a random yeah. the music the, the was music really random kind of ass song. The, the actual song choices were a bit perplexing to Bob. But that that was you know like a lot of times if you have movies where it's like like actual famous songs, it it'll yeah. kind of it'll be like a the type of movie that has a soundtrack, you know, with a yeah. lot of that was the only song that was a real song. Yeah. It was yeah, just, it was a little strange it was to so, start. It was so <laughs> random. After after they got to the house, it, it was much better. But yeah, in the beginning, it was a little... Because I thought the same thing when yeah. they were getting married. I was like... It's kind of felt a little disjointed yeah. from the, the movie. Yeah. Very odd. But, but the score, the score, The score was awesome. Yeah. Love the score. And then to go back to what you were talking about, this, just like, uh, just like Mermaid... Shot so well. The cinematography yeah. was awesome. It I, looked it looked great. We we gotta get we gotta get this director. Um, I, I mean, this could be this could be a double edged sword. To be honest with you, I would love to see this director though to come over here and start working on uh, some American films. Mm. I feel as though this director's style would be right at home in like a James Wan universe, like a Conjuring spinoff, yeah. or yeah. or even like Insidious or something like that. Like sure. his style is 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 sort of it's perfect for that type of movie. Um, <clears throat> Or don't bring him here because the Americas could fucking ruin him. So that could happen too. Maybe just stay over there. But I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like this director now, he's two for two with me. He has another movie out that he made before these two. Oh, he does. That now I want to watch as well, just to just to see it. And I'm gonna definitely watch that Bob Yaga movie. Like his mm-hmm. this guy's movies are great. Like he's this dude's a good filmmaker. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, he's got a really good grasp on. Um... Oh, is uh, is Queen of Spades the other movie you were talking about? Yes. Uh, he has a really good grasp on like. I feel like I feel like when a, a lot of times when modern, uh, when modern directors are trying to like, especially horror directors are trying to set something in modern times, like the times we're living in right now, it comes off like over the top. Yeah. Like almost, it can. almost sort of like in a caricature sort of way like yeah, like it's too much you know yeah but i feel like he's got a really good grasp on how to keep very modernistic characters but not not make it seem cheesy sure you know what sure. i mean i go just him um so let's let's fast forward a little bit towards the end of the movie when we start getting to the climax and whatnot um <laughs> there was no sex in this movie actually i'm not sure what that was even for it's just because you said um, climax yeah well um so uh the 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 when you see the 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 ghosts, what would you call her? The spirit or whatever? When you see the ghost her, bride. the ghost bride, um, when you see her for the first time, I love her look. Oh, I think yeah. she looks really cool. Wait, which version of her? The all white the face, white face with the yeah, cracks, and the black the eyes. Super jet oh, black yeah, eyes, white awesome. face with like cracks. And the awesome black, like black dress, a yep. black dress and like all white face, but like black eyes and kind of a black mouth. And the blackest then, eyes, and 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 she's wearing a veil over her face yeah, too, yeah. right? Man, yeah, it's she just looked, creepy. It was really and, cool. And, and you know what? 
Good on the fucking Russians. Actually, you know what? Stay in Russia. <laughs> Stay in Russia. Because if it was an American thing, when the bride looks... The, the bride has this really... The spirit bride, ghost bride, has this really cool thing. When she looks at you, she like opens her mouth and like screeches. And whoever she's looking at, their eyes just burst into blood. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. they, this weird thing happens to them. And it's really, really cool. Yeah. If that was in an American fucking movie, her jaw would have extended yeah. a foot down from her face. Mm -hmm. And it would have looked absolutely horrid like exactly. it does in every other movie they didn't do it in this i thought movie the at all. same thing like why do they oh why yeah good on the russians yeah why do they care why do they always like our president yeah why? <laughs> <laughs> don't even care couldn't help yourself could you yeah why do, why do they always do why do they do that in films these days like if if somebody's screaming and they're like a ghost or a monster Be or something they have to have that weird elongated mouth it's it's just as effective. Crusty old white guys. That's why. <laughs> that is why. It's right just there. as effective to have this creepy person screaming. You don't have to do the weird long. They mouth. also they also did a spider walk in this movie. I usually hate spider walks because mm -hmm. they look stupid. Looked great in this yeah, movie. Looked awesome. Looked really good. Mm -hmm. They did the dual voice thing at one point in time where you have uh, the the one. It was the sister, I believe. Uh, they she did was, it a few times. Well, she was talking, and then you hear the ghost bride's voice underneath her, and it's super effective mm -hmm. and really. Really, it sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah, um, it was awesome. Yeah, this movie just did so much right, and then the like I said, the last fifteen minutes, <laughs> it just crumbles because uh -huh. they don't follow their own rules. Right, and it, it's really jarring because you're trying to follow it, and you 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 can't because the rules don't make sense. So get into it. Like, what what, what did you not like about the last few minutes of this so, movie? Um, they make a big deal, two parts of the movie, they make a big deal about the whole burial ritual. Mm -hmm. About you have to be buried with a bride, buried with the bride or whatever. Um, and that whole thing, that ritual needs to happen. And then uh, and then the, the, the girl, the sacrificed girl inside will basically die. They will, and then she'll come back to life and the spirit will now be in the body of the new, of the new girl. Right. Um, they don't have to do the ritual whatsoever. All the all the sister does at the end is take the ring and put it on, and the ghost bride just jumps into her bones like that. Mm -hmm. There's no ritual, no nothing had to be done whatsoever. Also, all she had to all the if if the ghost bride was really looking for a new body, when the second that she put the ring on Nastia at the dinner table, the ghost bride could have jumped into her body right there. And there's they e didn't have to do and there's even any a, of the build up stuff. There's even a part where they put Nastia up in the attic. Yeah, and then yeah. the the ghost the the ghost starts to like come to life, and come after it, her, it, and that implies that like it doesn't happen at this point, but it implies that once the ghost is there and touches her, yeah. it'll be able to get into yeah, it. So it, why even do the casket? It thing? just like I said, just doesn't really follow its own rules yeah. that they put in place from the very very beginning of the movie. But is there a difference between possessing and taking ownership of the body? Because it, with the sister, she possesses her, but she's but the sister's able to come back out. Oh. Whereas when they're buried with her mm. and all of that whole thing transpires, that other person's soul is gone. So maybe it's but like a, like maybe it's maybe a it's more thing. maybe it's more so about getting rid of the soul of the living person, like Correct. making it a more. That's what I took. Okay, out of fine. It. But the other but the other version of that though is when they when they put Nastia in the coffin and buried her. The uh, the the ghost bride tries to take over her body but then she comes out saying this this body is is unpure or this body, she is, body is spoiled because this she wasn't a virgin spoiled because she wasn't a virgin well neither was the sister she had two kids yet when the ghost bride jumped into her it stayed in her but again that it was could have a... just jumped right back out but that was a possession, was a possession. it wasn't a takeover like uh, it, like the okay, like but it Lisa's, wasn't established like though. Lisa's it wasn't i don't know why well, you can kind of infer from 
what's going on. Because there was kind of a bit of a back and forth between the sister, whereas in the beginning where in the beginning where the original one happens, where she takes over her like that and now that's just her body. Yeah, like she's, the, okay, yeah, she's the soul of the young the girl is gone. I, I yeah. get what you're saying, but it's still it I don't know, to me it was still a a, a plot point that was not fleshed out mm. and was jarring to me at least. Another thing that really drove me nuts, I, I have a, I have a really big problem with uh, continuity in movies. Mm-hmm. And what really drove me nuts is at the very, very end, the uh, the sister-in-law, spoilers, the sister-in-law ends up smashing an oil lamp in in the, they're in like the corridors of the house. Mm-hmm. Like they're in between the walls, which are humongous in that house, by the way. And um, she ends up smashing this oil lamp on her and setting her whole body aflame. Well, you know why that is, right? Why? Oh, yeah, well, the air, the air ventilation and all. Well, that, no, right? didn't it? Wasn't there? Wasn't there a period in time where they would have huge gaps in between the walls so that the 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 house servants could actually walk back and forth mm-hmm. to different rooms oh, without maybe. disturbing? Sure. Like if like if uh, like if people had guests over. Because there was the room there. down there, right. which is where the <clears throat> sure yeah. Regardless of which, regardless sure. of why it's that big, she completely sets herself and the and the walls and everything's on fire, and then it shows there's it's um. It's Nastia with the, um, with the kid with the two kids that are down there, and they, uh, uh, Vanya is that his name? Yeah. Vanya. He ends up coming back and puts a hole in the wall because he finds out where they're at. Blows a hole in the wall to get the kids out or whatever. That entire room is completely on fire. Yet there's no smoke or anything coming out of that hole. Nothing. And then they walk away from the house like nothing happened. And then they go back to the house. It's, at a, the end it's of the... a controlled burn. And then they go back to the <laughs> house afterwards, though. And uh, there's new new people buying the house. Mm-hmm. The house is enough. The whole house would have gone up in flames. I think the house is like 200 years old, mm. dry as all hell, with an oil yes. fire burning in between the walls. That house would have been would have been burnt to shit. Yet there's zero damage. You're dealing whatsoever. You're dealing with the supernatural here. Ugh. Fire is not supernatural. <laughs> well, but but here's the thing: is it's it's it is Lisa in like Lisa kind of taking over, taking her body back over, and smashing the lamp to kill herself to save her children. Sure. But the ghost is still yeah I, alive and listen, well, not alive and well, I but get the ghost is saying. still. So maybe the ghost was able to use its ghostly powers to kind of snuff out the and flames. The last you know thing, what I mean? And the last thing that drove me nuts is that these new the new tenants that buy the house they look into the hole of the wall uh-huh. and it looks straight down a corridor the hole is on the side of the wall it would not look straight down the corridor it would look to the opposite wall across <laughs> from it it drove me nuts. <laughs> okay, you have a fair point there. That's a fair point. It showed the it showed oh, the because corridor. Because when he pulled them out, it, it was that the corridor, corridor was they this showed. Way. It was where the hole was on the side of the wall. Yeah. yeah. And when they look through it, they're looking straight on. It's yeah. like, no, it's not. <laughs> you make it very it drives valid me nuts. Point. Again, it's the ghost. Oh, no, that's what it is. It's manipulating the out the layout like of the, the thir- walls. The thirteen <laughs> ghost houses. That what it is. Everything just changes and <laughs> yeah, moves around. Exactly. As it's, <laughs> the one thing I will say that drove me nuts about the end of it, though, is she had that glass negative in her hand, yeah. and Smash then it. it fell. And even when, so when she set, when the sister sets herself on fire, Why just the break s- the freaking glass that's two feet to your the sister right. probably like, you would have lost her possession because they said that would break the curse. It right. would kill the yeah, the soul would be gone. Mm-hmm. It would well, kill got, the soul. Well, listen, there needs to be reason for a sequel. Okay, well, true. Be it. I don't but think like, there'll be. Any. I don't think there will be any sequel. Right? No, it's right there. It'll be like, the American right remake there. sequel. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Ghost <laughs> Bride of Chucky. Death. <laughs> <laughs> but that drove me nuts. Like, okay, like, there's there, yeah. there was absolutely no yeah. reason for that Just thing not to have been broken twice. When, but I will say, when Lisa got taken over, she was, uh, she was 
effectively creepy, I thought. Oh, How yeah. How she was yeah, kind of absolutely. fighting, and then every once in a while she'd get that look on her face, and yeah, she'd she kind of... And then weird look on her face. Yeah, yeah she was it. She was holding the daughter. She was the, holding her daughter, the and part, then she, like, looked up, and you could see that she had, like, these black, like, demon eyes, and you're like, whoa, I'm not okay. always I'm not always a big fan of, like, the really fast-moving, like, glitchy, almost sort of moving thing, but yeah. when Nastia is trying to put the daughter through the hole in the wall, yeah. and, the, and then Lisa all of a sudden comes up, like, out of nowhere, and just... Whoosh, and then snatches the daughter cool. and runs off into the into the like into the wall. I thought that looked so cool. Yeah. The uh, in, in my my final point that I want to that I want to make here is that the uh, once again I have to applaud the Russians. Have to. They finally they finally made a movie that goes against every stereotype that American horror movies has ever has ever done, mm. and that is the girl who actually had sex. The sex is what saved her, <laughs> as opposed oh, to yeah. as Very opposed true. to every American horror movie yeah. where the sluts die. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, she wasn't. Um, I'm, I say that she wasn't. She was married, had sex with her husband. But right. my point is, though, her name is Nasty A for a reason. Okay, <laughs> she did the nasty, and it saved her life. It's true. And well, and the one Just thing saying. I think we were talking about earlier that drove me a little nuts was she was Nastia for most of the movie, and then somewhere halfway through, they start calling her like Nastinka. Yeah, they did. I, I noticed like, that too. Yeah. Well, why the change? I thought there was going to be some sort of relevance to it, and and there they wasn't. Did? Yeah, I noticed yeah. that when I was watching it too. The, it was. It started, I think, when the the doctor comes in and is examining her and she starts calling she doesn't say nastia she says it with a different nastinka or nast, nast, I, nasty i yeah. i it's kind of it hard, something like but that. it was it was something a little different and i thought there was going to be some sort of meaning well, behind I wonder, it but it, no, i wonder i was. i don't i'm not really familiar with russian names so i wonder if nastia is actually like a shortened version uh, that's it's what like, like said, mike yeah. is short for michael jen it's is short, short yeah. jennifer it's short for nasty ass nasty ass <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's, that's a right. nastinka. <laughs> it's that nasty stinka. Ooh, that smell. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that was the bride. I don't think there's anything else we really need to say about no. it. It's, no, it's I really, really liked it. Though. Yeah, it's really really good. Like yeah. we said, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. If you don't care about a bad dub, but we would recommend downloading Tubi if you can watch it with its native tongue. There, do it. Yeah, it'll add a, a shit ton to the uh, to the experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we move on to a movie called Demon, Demon, which um, was my favorite of the two movies. Yeah, um, and uh, I did a lot of research about this. Oh, good, I'm glad because uh, I did looked none. up a lot about. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of crazy actually. Um, so Demon from 2015, directed by a guy named Marcin Rona, uh, Rona, Rona. Um, that one's not even hard, Mike. No, it's not. <laughs> um, so uh, this is a Polish film. This I might, believe it's Polish. This might be the first Polish horror movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it's I agree. definitely Polish. Yeah, the whole and yeah. and uh, I guess just to specify, it's not really a horror movie. Uh, I think it is. I think it absolutely is. I think that it's it's a it's a horror movie in the same way that The Witch or like Hereditary or something. Like that. It's yeah. that to me. It's that really just dirty guttural like 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 fearsome horror like it's the kind of it's the kind of horror that you feel in your soul you know sort of like it's it's an unsettling just like it was it was definitely very unsettling that you feel with it i i saw like there were i i, I looked over selling it a little bit i looked but. up a little bit about it and a lot of people uh say like some people were saying it's a flat out black comedy 
and I disagree with that. I, but there uh, are def- there are definitely well, I don't disagree a hundred percent. There are definitely a lot of like black comedy aspects to it. There were yeah, but there were quite know. a few characters in it who served as comedic relief. Yeah, and I and I actually this, there's one scene in particular that I hated in this movie that was so completely out of place that, but we'll get there. Um, so this movie is uh, the uh, the uh, it says a uh, bridegroom is a possessed? bridegroom is a, possessed by an what is a bridegroom the groom that? it's a groom. It's the groom. I've never heard it said bridegroom before. Bridegroom. A bridegroom is possessed by an unquiet spirit in the midst of his own wedding celebration. In this clever take on the Jewish legend of the Dybuk. Yeah, I think this is the first time. Dybuk? Dybuk. I think this is the first time that we've taken on a Jewish folktale type horror movie, too. Yeah. Which is really cool. I mentioned this to you. We did something that we don't normally do. James and I actually talked about this movie for like an hour and a half. After we uh, watched it, which we don't normally like to do because we want to save it for the show. Sure. But I'm happy that we did because we got a lot out and we actually were able to figure some stuff out. This is one of those ones that you kind of have to break down. Like if we tried to break it down on the show, this would be a, a three-hour show. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. We would have had to do one one movie tonight. Right, right. But um, yeah, it's uh, I I really really liked this movie. Yeah. I this is the kind of like I said, I if you don't consider it horror, then so be it. I do. I, this is the kind of horror movie that I like. It's it's smart and like I said, it's it's just guttural. It just makes you feel weird. Like it, it's it's I don't know. It it's not like unsettling in like a like Hereditary, for example, something that got under your skin or whatever. I yeah. guess it's not like that so much. Right. But um, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. It's mm-hmm. just a it's just a. It's just a it's tense. Scary, it's very, it's a scary story. I don't know. It's very tense, like because you don't because uh, throughout the entire movie, the 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 bridegroom is going through certain things, and like there's there's this like huge juxtaposition between what he's going through and what the like the the, the family of the bride are trying to put forth sure. as the truth, and and so then when those two two things clash, like when he a few times throughout the movie makes his way back to the party yeah. and he's acting the way he's acting. It's just like, it's kind of those like, Ooh, like what's yeah. going to ha- like, this is going to get so awkward. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's just, so it's, it's really tense in that way. So, uh, so basically what you have here is uh, you have Peter, who is the, uh, or Piotr, who Pio- is Piotr, Piotr, who is the, Python. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to call him <laughs> Peter for, for, <laughs> Easy sake here. Uh, Peter is the uh, is the groom in the story, uh, and then you have Zanetta, who is the bride. Mm-hmm. Um, so they uh, Peter is from London. I think we we figured out uh, he lives in London. Something something about London. She, they did Inside say the UK. They did say well. They mentioned London a couple yeah. times in yep. the movie, and I I said at one point because he's like th- this movie is interesting because it they sometimes they speak English, sometimes they speak Polish. Uh, sometimes they speak German. Sometimes they speak Yiddish. <laughs> um, but uh, he didn't. He didn't. Sound, he didn't sound to me like uh, he had a British accent. No, except he didn't. for one. I think he was studying there. It's kind of what I'm picking up out of it. Like except maybe. for there was there was one part in the movie where he has a bloody nose and he does actually sound English. He says, "Oh, it's just a bit of blood." Yeah, and I, and yeah, I was weird. like, "Well, wait yeah. a second. It, it doesn't really matter like where he's from. Yeah, no. But the point is, though, is that Peter and uh, Zanetta um, are are getting married, and they decide to buy this property that she absolutely loves, which was uh, a property that sounds like it was in her family. It was, like it was her. Say it was, it was given her, to her grandfather's property that was given she inherited to her. It, yeah. Okay, okay. But it was so there long it. before even her grandfather owned yes. it. Which I found out more about that concept as mm, well. Okay. Um, which we'll get into it once we get through it. Um, so he uh, he gets there a little bit early before uh, before the wedding and starts fixing some things up or whatever. Um, 
and uh, you know they're tearing down trees, making room for the guests to be there and all that. And he knocks down this tree on accident, and uh, the root the root ball gets pulled up, and underneath the root ball are some skeletal remains. Mm -hmm. He, because he's smart, decides to just leave them there, cover it back up, not to disturb a grave, whatever. Doesn't think anything of it. Uh, so then the uh, the wedding basically. Well, he doesn't not think anything of well, it. He's obviously pretty uh, conflicted about what to do because they show him for the next like day or two. Just sort of walking, he like all of his all of his momentum, like trying to get the place ready for the wedding, has completely come to a dead stop because he's just sort of shuffling around, like thinking about why is there a dead body under this yeah. tree? Yeah, well, from what they were talking about, they, he was trying to make it their summer house. Like he was digging for a pool. Right, right. Like he was making that their yeah summer house, like mm -hmm. a place they were gonna live. Yeah. Because where the barn the barn is where the wedding was taking place. Yeah, they initially bought it to have the wedding there, and they were gonna. Re, like remodel it and turn it into a, a summer home. Yeah. So while he's there and starting <clears throat> to remodel it and whatnot, uh, she is met or he's met by uh, Janzy or Jasney. 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 It's our own Janzy. Jasney, <laughs> um, uh, who is the who is uh, Zanetta's brother, and then also there is Ronaldo. Ronaldo, the uh, Orlando Bloom looking motherfucker. Mm -hmm. God, didn't like, he not look exactly like yeah. Orlando Bloom? It was so creepy. <laughs> henceforth, he is Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Um, because I'm not going to call him Ronaldo. Um, you can't. Actually, if you rearrange the letters in Ronaldo, Orlando. it's Orlando. Orlando. Oh my God, it is. It is. Uh. Oh my God. They did that on purpose. They had to have. They had to have. I, had. I just realized that it is exactly Orlando if you, if you rearrange it. So oh my he wasn't God, related, you're so though, right. right? That's bizarre. That's creepy. I I don't see. I didn't think he was related. I thought maybe he was a friend of the because he was he, he was pretty clearly the, in yeah, love with Zanetta. Yeah, yeah. Right? Exactly, I think he was yes. probably the brother's good friend. That's sure, yeah. Yeah. known them for that. That's what I took from it. Mm -hmm. uh, so they meet him there, and um, you know they're all laughing, having a good time. They're all very close. You know, whatever. Uh, so then the wedding starts to take place, and as the wedding as the wedding's going on, and even a little bit beforehand, you can see. Peter just kind of weird, like you said, he's like shuffling around a little bit, like he's seeing things. He's he's obviously not well, but he's just trying to hide it. Um, and he goes he goes into the tents or whatever. They're drinking vodka. Like I don't understand how Polish people stand for longer than an hour <laughs> at a wedding. They are just pounding vodka. Oh, like yeah. you would not believe. Well, mm -hmm. but the best part of that was is that like three fourths of the way into the night. The dad says, we've really got to get him drunk now. I'm like, aren't yeah. these people already wasted? All <laughs> <laughs> like, they're drinking is straight out, vodka. He yeah. brings out three more cases of vodka and just starts passing bottles around. Well, I, in, meant, I in, mentioned... In Polish, <laughs> vodka, vodka drinks you. Vodka drinks you. <laughs> well, I mentioned to you, uh, our buddy Greg, I, I can't remember. I, it was either a Pol like a proper Polish wedding or a proper Russian wedding, which both, you know, both Russian people and... Polish people drink a ton of vodka. Yep. But he said he said he went to a proper wedding, whether it was Polish or Russia, Russian. I gotta ask him. But basically, they just at every single table in the middle of the table had several bottles of bottles of vodka. Yeah. And that's just like instead of doing the champagne toast, you do a you do a shot of vodka and like just throughout the night. Yeah. People are just passing around the bottles, filling up the glasses, oh, and that's just how it's do done. It. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. No, There's I, no way. I'd be passed out in like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. so, it just makes for a bad night and you forget everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I guess some people would, I guess some people would want to forget their wedding nights. Mm, right? Some people. Some people. <laughs> Not um, you, though. No. You're going to get drunk and end up eating poi. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go eat a shark. <laughs> Come here, just, shark. Just dives into the when ocean. Jay, when Jay's in the water, the sharks are in the tank. <laughs> shark tank. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the first the first time that you see Peter starting to lose those, he's up giving a speech, and he actually and he's looking around the river, and he says the name Hannah when he's supposed to say his wife's name. Mm-hmm. And she takes it really well, actually. She doesn't well, really... Because uh... then anybody knows who... Everybody's like, who the hell's Hannah? Yeah, yeah. Well, and this is also... He's... Uh, not only does he say the name Hannah or Hannah, I think he goes... Hannah? Hannah, Hannah. yeah. Yep. But he's gesturing toward the back of the room where he is actually seeing he's the seeing ghost her. of Hannah walk across the room. He's yep. like, I'm hoping to live in this house for many, many years. And then he says, with Hannah. Yep. And then he goes, oh, oh no, Zanetta, Zanetta. And then he, it's pretty good recovery because the he dad's did. the dad's talking about the uh, the, the digger, digger the, the excavator that is letting him borrow, like, no, and he's we, like, "Oh, the, I call the digger Hannah." Yeah, and that's a pretty good save. Yeah, yeah it did. <laughs> Everyone got a laugh, and it was fine. Um, the, as <laughs> the night goes his, on, except his wife, that's like. <laughs> so who's Hannah, you son of a bitch? <laughs> as, as the night goes on, uh, we get introduced to some other characters. Uh, you have the doctor, mm-hmm. uh, who is uh, when you first meet him, he's not drinking. He's completely sober. He talks about that how, we know of. Talks about how vodka ruined his ruined his marriage and all that stuff. And then you also have a priest that is there. This priest that that married them. Um, so as as this party goes on, uh, Peter's just getting worse and worse and worse, and he's starting to change, and everything is weird. And you think at first that he's just getting he's just getting drunk and can't hold his liquor. You know, he pukes at one point in time, and uh, at that point you find the doctor who was supposed to be clean. He's just ripping on a flask, just getting, <laughs> just getting hammered in the other room. Yeah. Um, and little by little, though, Peter just starts falling into this weird. This weird, like, transy state almost. And uh, by the end of the movie, um, he's basically straight up possessed by uh, the, the. By Hana. By, by Hana, who is. Who they, they later realize is a. Debuckia? Debuck? Debuck? Debag. Was possessed by a Debag. That damn Debag just jumped right into me. That's what Chet Oh, what are we on? Three, four, twelve. Come on. Love you. Um, no, but the, but that's that's basically it. Now, but, there's another guy at the party though, the professor, which we couldn't figure out why the professor was there, other than to say maybe it's a small knit community, mm-hmm. friends of the father. He maybe, seemed or something. to know the family because yeah. he knew. Well, he's he knew Jewish. The, the grandfather. He's Jewish, and they 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 think at first that he has epilepsy, and that's what the doctor's saying. And they they shush away the. the they medical. don't think they don't think that uh, the professor has epilepsy. They think that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm jumping that around. Peter. I'm has jumping epilepsy. around a little bit here. Yeah. They they when Peter first has like his first fit, where he falls to the floor and he's shaking like crazy, <clears throat> he's like convulsing. Yeah. Um, the doctor takes him to the back. They call an ambulance, and the doctor is quick to kind of like shoo away the ambulance, saying he's fine, he's fine. You know, I'm a doctor. I can take care of him. And he's telling the family that he thinks that he has epilepsy. Um, and and the the fucking speaking of douchebags, the douchebag father's like, oh, who did you marry? You he he has a medical condition. He's a terrible person. <laughs> he yeah. blames the brother. Yeah, that yeah. that father was the biggest piece of shit I've he ever really seen was. in my entire life. He was life. very <laughs> much about status and oh yeah, and the perception of his family. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, which that makes even more sense for my theory. But wait, we'll we'll get into it later. <laughs> um, so yeah, so. The, so the doctor keeps basically trying to like keep this under the wraps. The father keeps moving him to the basement, to the barn, to anywhere where the people can't mm-hmm. see him. And Peter's just getting worse and worse and worse until he's completely overcome by the the the, 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 the Dibek. The Dibek. The Dibek. Um, and uh, 
and he's speaking like a like a girl. Like his, his his voice is super high pitched, and he's talking in Yiddish. I don't know Yiddish, so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but, but he's talking like this, and he's. It's a, it's oh, well, and, he's, and his, he's, he's, his arm his, grows up, his, like he's covering his, his chest. Yeah, yeah, I told I told yeah. Mike his man, performance. Like, his uh, so this actor, his name is Ite Teran. I think that's I, I don't know if that's how you say it or yeah. not. But his performance was amazing. Like, because not only mm-hmm. did he have to do this really crazy shit where he's like possessed on the dance floor and just like ripping his clothes off and screaming and yeah. stuff but once he's like full on possessed and he uh he, like he takes on all of the mannerisms of Hana and he did such a good job the the actor did such a good job of uh like really bringing out those feminine qualities mm-hmm. in not only his voice but like even like his like mannerisms uh, his and mannerisms yeah. and his his uh his facial Expressions and yeah. stuff like yeah, he that. Was and then when really he kept playing with the necklace and yeah. covering his chest. Yeah, he was and, super, yeah. super good. Oh, I, yeah, his was performance amazing. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, good. Also, since we're talking about performances, the uh, the professor, the professor, I think had the greatest performance of of the entire movie. Even though it's a very small performance, <clears throat> there's there's a, there's a part in the movie where they're in a car and they're looking for. Uh, Peter at this point had disappeared and mm-hmm. they're out in the town looking for him and uh, the professor's in the back of the car talking to Zanetta and he's just going through they're, they're driving through the streets and he's saying oh you know the, the the butcher used to be a synagogue and this and that and like he's just basically just describing the old world and you can tell he has this wave of emotion that comes over him like he's just reliving his child and how he yearns for the past mm-hmm. it was just it was an absolutely incredible performance mm-hmm. like so believable and so I don't know maybe it's just because he was just a cute old man i don't know but like <laughs> it was it was a really I'm not, gonna say, I'm not gonna say it was moving but it was like a really strong yeah, it kind performance. of was yeah. like you really felt for the guy like, yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah definitely i'd still i'd still give it to uh like as far as performance goes i would still say that um i take tyran did yeah like, he, well, the he was best performance but yeah that, that was really good the the professor yeah <clears throat> so the professor though because he speaks Yiddish he is able to come in and realize that he that uh, that Peter's actually in fact speaking Yiddish mm-hmm. and uh, he tells the story he goes Hana there's only one Hana that I knew all of the boys you know back when I was young we tried to court her he tried to he was in love with her and then one day she just disappeared mm-hmm. and so he's putting two and two together that there's only one Hana that was from these parts and then he tells them basically the story of the Didic and uh and that's and that's you 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 get you get your ending of the movie through that knowing what's actually going on mm-hmm. basically um now throughout this whole thing the brother is with the father going crazy trying to keep people there why all of these people would stay at a wedding when the groom is damn near dead <laughs> is beyond me like nobody well, seems to know. care they all saw him convulse and practically pass out on the dance floor but then he comes back and dances i don't know i would i would have left that wedding Hours, <laughs> hours and hours. And I hours. thought the same thing. <laughs> this is the booze, longest man. wedding ever. <laughs> it really was ever because it's like the next morning and they're also there. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what else is there? Anything else that we need to tell people about the plot itself? Um. I, I thought. I thought that the uh, the interactions between because seemingly Peter is not the only person who sees Hannah, right? There's a there's a point where uh, where the doctor, like this was this whole thing was really weird to me, and then it it, it kind of struck me once you you came up with your idea of what the movie yeah. is about. Um, there's a there's a part where the doctor is going to give uh, Peter uh, some kind of injection just to calm him down, 
and he drops the vial underneath the bed and he goes to reach for it and Hana is under the bed. This ghost is under the bed and she grabs the vial and she hands it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's not freaked out by it. He's kind of like, you can see him where he's just like, like, whoa, okay. And then right. he just grabs it from her and can, goes about his business. Like, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting the the interactions that he that he had with her. Yep. Uh, even though nobody else seemed to notice her, yep. you know what I mean. So when when this movie was over, like I said, James and I went on uh, went on a long walk and we 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 tried very, to figure it was very out romantic. It, it was, it was. Uh, we we were like we're trying to make sense of this whole thing, like. You know, was you know who was possessed, who wasn't. There's the issue of the hole in the backyard. There was like there was this really cool scene where Peter falls through like a, a puddle of mud, basically. Yeah. Can um, I take it all away? <laughs> uh, and it was just like this really this really cool like imagery that happens in the movie. Um, and like so, there's all these like different things that are happening, and we're trying to make sense of it all. And then it dawns on me, uh, sort of in the same way that like you mentioned uh, the thing. We we kind of figured it out. You kind of figured it out with the, with the thing. Is yeah. Follow the booze. I think. Wait, hold on. Was that her theory? No, that wasn't mine. Was it New York's? No. No. What? No. What? Yeah. Because we watched mm-hmm. the thing together. Oh, you mean? Oh, when we t- yes. Okay, I thought you meant in this movie. I'm like, no, I oh, didn't give wait. you that theory about this so, movie. So the so the yeah, idea the idea of following the, the booze and the thing was her oh, I idea. Said, I said that on the show. It wasn't totally her idea. We put it together ourselves. Oh, okay. But yeah. Well, I gave you 100 percent credit for yeah. it when we were no, on our walk called, last night. Okay. Yeah. No, because I called him. I called his ass out on that on the podcast because he tried to take. I did not. <laughs> he tried to take credit for it during that one. I was like, correction. We put we put it together. No, we put it together together. Did we? It was a tag team effort. We? Yes, we did. Um, okay. In in case you're I'll wondering you what that is, go back and listen to yes. our episode about the yeah. thing. And these two have a very interesting we theory solve, on we solve yeah. we solve on, the on who question. is actually the thing at the end of the movie. So, yes. so we're talking about this when it dawns on me, though. Uh, I think I think that this entire movie is a reflection of alcoholism, and I think that because alcohol is a very prom- plays a very prominent role in everything in this movie. And uh, you know every everything that they do, it gets uh, as as the night goes on. Everyone's drinking more and more. Is when everything goes progressively from good to bad to worse to ugly to terrible. And it's it the it seems to follow that pattern as the night goes on. People get more drunk, and when they get more drunk, terrible things happen. And there's certain things with like the uh, like the doctor, for example. You know, uh, if if Hannah represented represented alcoholism, you know when when she was when she handed him the vial, that was him basically accepting the alcohol back into his life and that he was an alcoholic because he at, was the beginning the, at the beginning of the movie, he was dry. He kept telling dry. everybody, Oh, I can't drink. Talks about how alcohol mm-hmm. ruined his life. But then you know? when they, but then when you see him chugging on the flask, he doesn't even, he doesn't even try to explain it away. Like he doesn't even try and say, Oh, oh I'm not, you know, he does at one, but he, he does it first. He goes, Oh, it's not what it seems. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. And then he just says something about like, well, everybody needs a and drink. And when he takes that flask, it's, or when he takes the uh, the vial, it's almost like he's accepting his fate. Like he like mm-hmm. he gets it. And then and if Hana is representative of of when you like when you see it, the alcoholism has a grip a grip on you. Uh, at the end, the doctor also sees Hana and he's going crazy. The alcohol the alcoholism is completely taken over him and now. Hana has a, a hold of him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. that that drink too much, they. 
they go out and they drunk drive and and so you see i'll see joe schmo one second he'll go drunk drive gets into a car accident dies and you never see him again hey same yeah. way let that- me let me interject real quick because I, I i need to this is it's relevant did you ever see the professor take a drink throughout the entire movie no because mm-hmm. he explains that when he was younger everybody wanted hana including himself and then one day she just disappeared. Yeah. Oh no, I said that to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. So like, and then he never drinks throughout the entire yeah. movie. So yeah. she's like, you know. So that's like the idea of you quit drinking, and then you never went back to it. And he's yeah. the he's the one person throughout the entire movie who never goes back to Hana. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you see somebody one day and they're just gone. Like, like, like alcohol takes people without without reason. Like, because Peter just walks off and disappears. You never see him again. It's a really downer ending. This movie. Like, there's no resolve to this movie whatsoever. Peter just like you see him crouched up in the corner, you know, uh, as Hana in mm-hmm. one second, and then he's just gone. You never see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, same way, same way that the the bride did way back in the day. Like something like alcohol has a habit of just making people disappear from your lives. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there was the whole fact that the father wanted to solve every single problem with alcohol by just making it worse. Just keep drinking more and your problems will go away. Just keep doing this. Everything will be better. So people solve their problems with alcohol. But well, the more alcohol that came... Sorry, Daniel. No, the more alcohol that came out and the worse things get, the more embarrassed he was. Exactly. Especially of his new son-in-law. Exactly. And then he he takes the time to go up and keep reassuring people that this is not what it seems like. And it's kind of like making excuses for somebody who has some sort of affliction like that. Yeah. Like And you have this this scene towards the end where he's talking it was telling everybody basically go home and it's like none of this ever happened. Yeah. And then it flashes out to the to her to um the bride sitting in the room all of a sudden she's by herself. And it almost seems like everybody literally disappeared. Right. But then you see them walking in a field next to a funeral procession. Right. Yeah. And, and and then yeah, so there's this whole sub story. Well, I wouldn't even call it a sub story, but there's a couple of scenes where you see this woman who is freaking out about something in the water, like her, like someone died maybe. Yes. And yeah, then, that was. And then throughout the movie, though, because this whole movie takes place in a matter of like 48 hours or so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you you basically see like this woman in total mourning and shock as something tragic had just happened, and then you later see them at the funeral, and then you later see them processing out. It's yep. it's right after it's right after uh, they get married. Yeah. They're driving by... And he's out oh, the window with his champagne the, bottle. Yeah, and he and, looks... Again, booze, drinking, yep. again. And he looks and he sees the woman... Well, I think it's when they're still in the car. He looks out the window and he sees the woman stand, like, standing mm-hmm. there in a black... <clears throat> Lord. Standing there in a black dress uh, at a gravesite. Yep. And then he leans out the window and he's got the bottle of champagne yep. and stuff. But then, do you see... Is that the same woman that you see at the end of the movie, yes. too? Yes, mm-hmm. it is. It is? Yep. Huh. And I, I just think that, like I said, I think that all this stuff is, uh, that's one way to take it. And I think that, you know, this movie can definitely be multi, multi-layered multi to, to mean two different things. Because the other thing that I got out of this um, has to do with the cultural part of, and I didn't get a lot of this until I started reading up on, uh, about the director and about um, the breakdown of the movie from some other people to put pieces together. Um, basically, what they're saying is that after the Holocaust... The Polish populations thrived where uh, where it predominantly used to be Jewish. Mm-hmm. And you have the whole idea of the ground is basically has the blood of, of the Jews in the ground, mm-hmm. which makes sense with the skeleton they found and everything else. And I think else. they they even mentioned that at one point in time, don't and they? And they talk about how the Polish the Polish people living in those areas would turn in their neighbors to save their own hide. 
And then you want to, and then you get into why the father, the father knew who was buried in that yard, the, fa- oh, the yeah. without mm-hmm. the shadow of a doubt. And I think the father back in the days when World War II was going on, I think that that father gave up his neighbor or something like that, or killed his neighbor, did something, and that that that's who was potentially buried into the uh, <laughs> uh, was potentially buried in the backyard. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have this whole you have this whole cultural thing about how you know the Polish people want to just forget about what happened, and that goes hand in hand with the very ending where all they're doing is they're you know leave this place, forget it ever happened. They're tearing <coughs> down the barn as if this never happened. They're 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 brushing it all under the rug. Nothing ever happened. Forget about the he annulled the marriage. You know mm-hmm. uh, all this stuff. And people are just turning a blind eye to mm-hmm. it, and they're forgetting about the the historical past of this land. Right, and so that's where you get the Jewish, the Jewish Polish part from it, from a from a cultural standpoint. This movie is definitely about World War II and about how the uh, you know people just washed their hands of it and didn't want to think about these horrific things that happened. Did they ever say whether or not Peter was Jewish? No, because there was a part in the movie where, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, in a Jewish wedding, is that when they will set the glass on the ground and stomp on it? Yes. Yeah. So maybe he is Jewish. He, he does that. He sets. It's like right after the right after the uh, right after the um, ceremony. Yeah. And they cut to the so he reception, was and he he's he he sets his glass down and stomps on it, mm-hmm. and she goes, "No, not like that." Yes. And then she throws the glass up over her head so and lets it smash I behind her. I think that he yeah. is because he is an he's an Israeli born actor. Okay. So my guess is well, that I mean, yes, it, it no, no, but my guess yeah. though is that yes, he was playing a Jewish character. Okay. <clears throat> so that would that makes even more sense to how he just disappeared and they just mm-hmm. washed their hands. Of it. Which also makes sense when the professor's talking about what the city block used to look like. Right. And it like he's used thinking, to be more Jewish-driven yeah, businesses, yeah. and now it's so I, I, Polish. If you're asking me, I think this movie had a dual-layer thing about it. I think that on one hand, you had this thing about the alcoholism. I think on the other hand, you know, you have the whole thing culturally. I think that's what this movie is about. And it's disguised in this this horror movie folktale. I, I, I loved it. I thought and, it was Fantastic! On I top, love this movie. Oh, really on good. top of that, one thing I I took note of throughout the movie that I I read a few other people um kind of noticed this too was the idea of uh like sometimes you know sometimes people fall in love and they get married without actually knowing who their mm-hmm. partner is. Yep. Because I remember myself thinking throughout this entire movie, like as he's freaking out throughout the the uh, the celebration. Like, oh, this this really sucks for Zanetta because she doesn't know what's going on with him as far as the possession goes. So to her, she's just looking at this man who she thought she knew, and he's completely different than what she thought he was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's kind of this idea of she's stuck by him though. Yeah. So it's a, it's the idea of it's the idea of uh, like some people some people brought up the idea that uh, it could be symbolic of how marriage can change a person. Or it can change a relationship, sure. or how you don't know you don't always know who you're marrying, and like sometimes the ugly truth can come out after you're already married. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and there doesn't seem to be anyone of his family or friends at this wedding. No, it's all no. hers. No. It's all hers. So that's where where I got a little uh, muddled. No, at his the end. his father was there. I believe his father was the one that was giving that speech, and then her father would like shoot him off the stage. I want to say that was. Yeah, I think you're right. That might have been his father. That's what I picked up, at least. 
They don't. They don't really explain who he is. I just yeah. kind of took him as that character. I think you're right. Yeah. Um. So one other thing though that could have a little bit of a bearing on uh, on the meaning of this. Mm-hmm. Um. So Marcin Rona, uh, he struggled with substance abuse, mm. uh, alcohol abuse, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, grew up in a in a pretty, from the sounds of it, a pretty rough, uh, pretty rough upbringing and whatnot. And um, this film was playing at the. the uh, the Gdynia Polish Film Festival, and uh, it, and from my understanding, it's, from uh, what I from what I read, it's pronounced Gozinia. Gozinia. <laughs> from what I understand, from what I was reading, it didn't win, and he was later found um, hanging in his hotel room. And he committed suicide while this movie was on the film circuit. Oh, he's wow. dead. Yes. The dra- wow. The director. Oh, geez. Um. So yes, he committed. He committed. He committed suicide. Um. Like I said, before this movie ever had like a wide release or anything like that. Like I said, I don't know if it's because it. it, it the, the one of the things that I read was that the movie didn't just win, and apparently he expressed dissatisfaction over that. And if he was, and if he did have a substance abuse problem, you know, who oh. knows? Who knows what caused that to happen? But you know, that's the sort of speculative wow he's a young man too he's yeah. only 42 yeah wow so and there's two things that happened that where i started to get a little lost in the ending a bit and maybe i was just not seeing things correctly or, or missed something but wasn't there a flash of what looked like zanetta and um i, I believe it. it was and they were burying yeah. peter in that yes yeah, we talked about this spot. too and we didn't really understand it, um, yeah, either. I, but I think the so, but then the very the picture at the very end, wasn't it Peter and yes. Hannah's wedding? Yeah, it was photo? Way, from way back in the day, right? From very which, so, which could have a lot to do though with his heritage. If he's Jewish and she was Jewish, maybe that maybe that's supposed to speak to the fact that. You know, it goes back to the cultural thing, maybe. Well, I don't know. Yeah, she, that's where I says, got kind of a little... I'm like, what yeah. just happened? She says to the professor, after she's inhabited Peter, he says, he says, who are you? And she said, you know, she says, Hannah, why have you taken this man? Like, why... Because he is my and, husband. Yeah, she says, he's the lover that I was always promised. So yeah, maybe, so... It, yeah, it was very strange... Yeah, yeah, that's that's one part there's I haven't been of, able to figure out yet. There's a lot and, of layers to this movie and, that I that Yeah, and we we not to gloss over that scene that she's talking about yeah. too, because that was very confusing because it was it was happening like he was in the room surrounded by people. Uh the the professor, the doctor, the father, uh Yasni, R- Ronaldo, Orlando were all <laughs> were all standing there around him. But then there was this flash of it looked like, like you said, it was Zanetta, the father, and Yasni burying him in that hole with the, with the digger. Yeah. At the same time. I, so what the hell? Yeah, that's a, I, I like that was it. So like, sim, weird. like symbolically, maybe it was the idea of them covering up the ugliness of what was actually going it on. Could or, definitely be that if you're going to go into the route of the whole alcoholism thing, like I was talking about. It could be the if if he did have an alcohol problem and the family knew about it, maybe the family was watching him in this spiral of being a drunken mess, and it was their like collective thoughts of he's going to die and we're going to have to bury him one day. It could have been something it, like that too. Who knows? Yeah. Who and knows? And it did you seem know? too like after that scene, all of a sudden she seems very defeated. Like mm-hmm. she kind of gives up at that point. Like sure. she knows he's dead, even though they're keeping up appearances and they're looking for him because he's disappeared. Mm-hmm. But he's not re- because he come because 
Ronaldo comes out and says he's gone. Well, he walked and I past just, him. Originally, I thought he said he's dead. Well, like when, that's what he was getting when, at. When Ronaldo was sitting on, he's sitting on like a bench, and there's like a shadow that walks in front of him. I took that as Peter just walking past him, and Ronaldo, Ronaldo watched him leave and just happen. let him go. Yeah. yeah, that's how. That's and that could be that could be a sign of. I know this person's way too drunk to to drive, and I'm just gonna let him do it without saying anything. Mm. I mean, I'm seeing everything from that perspective. Sure, at this point, sure. But you know, it's the only way that I can yeah. quantify it. <laughs> Could have been that. Who knows? Yeah. I I think, especially with 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 the death of the director, I don't think we'll ever know what this movie no. actually means, mm. which is sort of the beauty of it. And it did you seem too like, like this movie will forever just have this this air of mystery over it because it's like. It's like it's just trying to peel back the layers of an onion. Like, this, it's crazy. This is one of those movies, like the type of movie that caused us to start this podcast in the first yes, place. This like is one I, of those I intend on rewatching this movie, and I'm sure that there's more stuff to pick up on. You know, I hope. And was it a... just me, or at the very end, did it seem like a lot of time? A lot of time had passed when she came back to destroy. She the looked barn. different. Like, yeah, the, she definitely. She, but she had the same. Different. But did you notice that she was dressed exactly the same way that he was when he when he yes. went to yeah. the island? Yeah. Dark jeans, leather jacket. She had her hair slicked back. Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. So yeah, this is this so is weird. One of, so weird. weird. This is one um, of those movies, man. Like, yeah, dude, I love. It. I hope that there's like a Criterion release because mm. this to me is a Criterion release, not a mm. screen, it's not, not an Arrow, not a Screen Factory. This this deserves Criterion mm-hmm. treatment, mm-hmm. and I hope that they, they they would release this and like have some insights to it or something. This mm-hmm. is just to give me more. Yeah, like, I want more. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was that's Demon. I absolutely cannot recommend this movie enough. It's not for everybody. I'm not going to say that it is. Like, there's going to be a lot of people that probably hate this movie because um, they're not into this type of this type of you know horror. But like, it's man, I loved it. This it was, was really good. Yeah, you know, I was, was turned on to this originally uh, from a random person on Reddit. I was looking for marriage movies mm. because, hey, Jay, you're getting married. Hey-o! <laughs> um, but, like, and uh, somebody said that uh, you should watch... Um, you should watch uh, Marson Marson uh, Rona's Marson Rona. Rona's quote-unquote masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Demon. I go, oh, masterpiece. I like those. <laughs> and I looked it up, and I I got like thirty seconds into the trailer, and then I watched him fall into the mud puddle. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, like, that's it. That's all I needed to see. Like, yep. I'm I'm good to go. I'm in. And I was not disappointed. No. I was fully anticipating at least one of these movies to be absolutely terrible. Because that just seems to like, it just seemed like one of them was going to be awful. That's, that's our format. And they were both, but it, it, to be more of like a, it was so bad I loved it kind yeah. of movie. Because mm-hmm. um, that's a lot of the episodes that I've been on with you guys. It's at least one of them <laughs> we, is we like do that. Have a habit of that. <laughs> but I, but I love it, so it's fine. But, um, but so I fully anticipated one of these to just be not so good and I ended up really enjoying both of them. And you can learn something from this movie hmm. is that you should never let a little bit of blood interrupt a good sexy time. Nice, <laughs> nice coit. You should never let it. <laughs> which, which is why I didn't mind when your nose started bleeding when you got here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, and now guys, we got the real story. That's Demon. Yeah, very good. Both of these movies are free on Prime. Yep. Uh, also, also The Bride is on Tubi if you usually they give you the option to uh, not do the horrible dub and actually watch it in Russian yep. with subtitles. So I would suggest doing that. But, uh, yeah, go watch these movies. Let us know what you think. They're both really good. Yep. 
All right, so that'll do it for this week. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find us on every streaming service known to man. Clearly, if you are listening to us, you've already found us. So tell a friend, and then tell that friend to tell the mother hello for us. <laughs> if you want to find roommate Jen. On Twitter at RoommateJen. <laughs> and if you want to find J Raj, you can, can find, find me on all social media at Ocean, Ocean Recording. Recording. And also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com <laughs> for all your fantastic audio needs. You're like his hype man. You just said yeah, like I just a couple like of words on the end of everything. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good, man. That was that was fire. Yeah, bro. Um, so um, we're not gonna do we're not gonna do the pizza death this week. Um because uh, next week's a little bit going to be a weird situation. It's kind us. of a toss-up right yeah, now. We so don't know Jay's, exactly how we're Jay doing is this. going to be on the beautiful island of Hawaii. Hawaii or Maui or Kauai? Where are you going? All of them, brother. Well, which one are you starting <laughs> at, though? Maui. All right. He's going to be on Maui when we record probably next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we got to figure out what we're doing. We're not going to let you guys go without an episode. Um at least for next week. There might be a week off. We'll see. Hopefully not, but we'll yeah, see. We might figure um, something out. So we're going to get with Jansy Pants. Jansy's going to be, uh, Jansy's going to be uh, heading the show up as far as the tech aspects go. So we got to get with him, figure out what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, figure out what kind of show we're going to do. Uh, if it's something quick or easy or something new, who knows? Maybe a donkey show. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm open to it. You know what? It's called interspecies erotica, and I like it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, so it'll be uh, it'll be up in the air. But I was gonna we'll, say we'll, I was gonna say it's gonna be a catch-all, but it's gonna be more like a shit show. Yeah. Let's be honest, yeah. it's, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be a surprise. We'll have something for you though. Yeah. we'll uh, make sure that we announce it obviously before uh, next week's yeah. show airs. For so. sure, for sure. All right, well, uh, our last our last show with J Rod for a couple weeks. So J- our last our last show with a single. J Raj. Ooh. It's going to be an Unless things go horribly awry <laughs> that involves like a pineapple and a volcano on the island. I don't know <laughs> what could possibly happen there. Just stay away from both. The shark was cool, but a that's volcano. Gonna be hard. <laughs> Check this lava burn from this volcano, man. That's, that's equally as cool as that shark cut. All right. All right, guys. Cheers, Cheers boys. Cheers. Try to have a good night. <laughs>